Welcome to the AOE Podcast. My name is Anthony Jafoon, here with my co-host, Nick LaBella, and our guest today is Angelo Donato. How's it going, fellas? Hey, Ange, what's going on? Nothing. Okay, here we go, episode two. Sunday uh, fun day. Yes, it is. Ange, can you give us a little backstory about your life, please? Um, getting right into it. Right into it. Well, I grew up in Utica until I was nine. My mom passed away, and I moved with my dad and my stepmom to Whitesboro until I was 18. Joined the military at 18. I did seven years. Went all over the world. Came back for did a few years. Did you shoot anybody? Huh? Did you shoot anybody? Damn it. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> but um, I, did, I did go to Afghanistan. But um, uh, came back. Uh, for about what, five years, I yeah. think it was. Then I left for Nashville, bought a house down in Nashville for, I think I was gone for like two years, two a, little, years. a little under two years. And then I moved back here, this glorious place. Sunny Utica, New York. <laughs> um, how old were you when your mother passed away, Ange? Uh, I was nine, yeah. Um, right into it. That'd be tough. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, how did your, the passing of your mother impact the rest of your life? Especially your childhood growing up. Well, it was uh, it was tough, you know, especially in the beginning because I was moving in with my dad and my stepmom, so um, kind of impacted me pretty pretty harshly. Um, you like losing a mom that early in life, you really don't get over it. Yeah, I think losing a parent in general, but like. She was my world, you know, I'm Italian anyway, so I'm still a mama's boy, even her being gone for like 24 years, my you dad, know what I mean? My dad's the same way. Yep. So, you know, you never really get over it, you just kind of learn to live with it. Yeah, I mean, um, just a couple, almost a year ago, my grandmother passed away, and, um, you know, my dad walked into the room, and I've never heard my dad cry before. And it's tough, you know, losing a mother, and you yeah. know, hopefully I don't have to experience it for a while. But watching my father, yeah, you know, get upset at yeah. an old age, I can only imagine a, you know, a kid being upset. Yeah, you know, it was actually pretty cool this last Christmas though, because my grandmother they had home videos of us when we were I was oh, yeah. super young, and I haven't heard my mom's voice in like 24 years, so it was like. You know, it was it was really emotional. You know, so like I got to hear her voice for the first time. Now in that's that DVD years. that you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they could, yeah, there. they converted them into uh, DVDs. Now you heard that during Christmas, or you just yeah. So it was one of it was actually one of my Christmas gifts from my grandmother. She loves to give soaps. But she decided to give me love soap. <laughs> she does. Yeah. I got soap for Christmas. <laughs> like every year, she gives you the same kind of soap. She's like, I hope you like it. I'm I like, got the same thing as last year. Doctor Squatch this year, dude. Great, some of the best. Yeah. What, did you get Doctor Squatch? Did you get um the pine pine uh, pine bark one? I don't know. I used it. It doesn't last though. No, it's like it, it's like it four goes, showers. It's yeah, gone. it goes pretty quick, but it's it definitely that smell lingers and it's awesome. Yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond, best spot to get it. That's where really? I, that's where Wait, I they go. Have, I didn't know. They I have it there. That's where I go for Christmas time. Oh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, like last minute shopping. Don't know what to get. 
candles. So <laughs> all my shopping is last minute shopping. I usually pay my sister to do all my shopping. I do all my shopping I norm- on Christmas Eve. I yeah. normally do my shopping on the 27th of December for it. <laughs> it, Yeah, I don't know what happened. It didn't come in the mail. No, I, I actually made that excuse to one person that I got up. What do you forgot? Oh, I man, forgot I, so I forget. Huh? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just go with the old man, I forgot. Yeah. Right. Um, one year I was younger, and I was supposed to get my brother a uh, Christmas present. And I was, you know, I don't have a car. I'm young. My mom's had to drive me. Christmas morning happens. My brother gives me a gift. I don't know what it was. And I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot to get him something. Give him 100. Yeah. So um, my mom's like, there's a GameStop gift card in the junk drawer. <laughs> Everyone's got a junk drawer. We don't know how much is on it, but nope. just give it to them. So Nothing. I, I gave him a, 64 cents. I ran to the kitchen. I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Ran to the kitchen, grabbed the gift card. I was like, ah, I didn't have time to put it in an envelope or anything or whatever. I'm like, you know, it's a $50 gift card for you. You know, Merry Christmas. Like, thanks. I next day. I didn't have time. Next day, I went to GameStop, bought a $50 gift card, and, and switched them out when he wasn't looking. <laughs> that's a great story. You know, the worst, though, is when people sit there and say, let's not do gifts this year. So you don't do a gift for a certain yeah. person, and they hand you a gift on, you know, on Christmas. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? I always kept, like, I keep the extra um, envelopes, the money envelopes. And I just put a hundred in each one of them, and no name. Do you do you reuse bags <coughs> and cards? Do I reuse like reuse bags. cards? Like even like for different holidays too, aside from Christmas, like birthdays. If someone yeah. signs it, you just throw it in the old card or reuse yeah. the same bag. Yeah, cross, Not the cross same card. card. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I've reused the same card. Would you put white out on white it? out? <laughs> cross out the name with one line. One, why 20, did it say Rebecca? He'll spend twenty five dollars to spin, but he won't spend four dollars <laughs> on a fucking so card. You, you grab the card. He'll call you, someone and ask. You put to get tape it. on it. You uh, pull the tape off because then it peels pa- uh, the paper off too. Then you white it out. And you put the money in there and tape it back up again. What the hell? You're a fucking. You can buy. I buy those blank Christmas. They're expensive. You know the old Italian ladies like your grandma's stories. It would be. It would have the hole where yeah. the Benjamin Franklin is. Yeah. I buy like twenty of those. I just keep in my truck. So if I'm going to a party, I'll load a couple, keep in my truck. Oh, I forgot your card in my truck. I'll be right back. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good idea. So. Um. Okay, let's get on to the. We'll go back to that. You know. Um. But how is the military? It, with your mother passing, did that make you want to go to the military? No, not at all. No. I knew, like, I was not a school person whatsoever. Yeah. I knew if I even attempted to even go to MVCC, I'd probably end up in jail or dead. School person. <laughs> so, wasn't a big school guy myself. Well, I did. I was top of my class at Proctor, 78 average. Yeah, top of your class. All you had to do was show up in that school. I never even, my dad told me, he goes, if you average a C, I'll give you 500 bucks, every report card. You're going to get one C? Not one. My, yeah, my parents didn't get my... <laughs> no, I, I got a C. I got an A in math, but I never averaged a C, like a, like a 2.0 GPA, which is what we used. Yeah, I was always getting in trouble for my progress reports because my... Remember how the teachers were able to put, like, a little note of what was going on in the class? Oh, yeah. All mine were like, you know, I'd be failing a class and be like, does not pay attention whatsoever. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because my parents w- wouldn't care about the grades. They just care about what the teacher said about me. Always. So, like, one every week. like, if I hit a 20, but the, the, the teacher was like... <laughs> a 20 is an F minus. <laughs> it's, it's a Z. I had a teacher write on my progress report that I told her to He's go... ripping f- cigarettes in class. No, she, said, <laughs> she wrote a letter to my dad and said, um, Anthony told me in class today to go fuck myself. Well, she wrote it right on there. And no, my no. dad was impressed. 
I don't see the problem. Was she, was, a, was she a bitch? My computer teacher, she was yeah. a fucking bitch. I actually uh, made the president's list in college for one semester. Wow. I think it was like a 3.8, three 3.9, three something like that. And the, the president's list is actually higher than the dean's list at SUNY. Most schools is the dean's list higher than the president's list. But um, I was super proud about it. I showed my parents. They put it on the on the fridge. And, the only um, thing we ever put on the fridge. Yep. And they uh, they said, what classes were you taking this year? And I said, <laughs> you know, the hard Jim. ones. And uh, they said, no, what, Nick, what class did you take? You know, you did, you did good. You know, let's take you out. I'm like, well, you know, I had to take um, sports training, mandatory for all athletes. Um I took racquetball. <laughs> racquetball. <laughs> I had to take racquetball. I took a golf course, and then I took my. Um, of course, you took a golf course. I took some uh, senior class, senior elective, but uh, made the president's list. So. Yeah, I don't Just, think I think I got one A my entire high school my, my entire high school career. I think it was an A and A. I just got. Was that in lunch? No, definitely not. There's a whole gym moving. Look at this. Moving. Yeah. More Moving equipment. Sale. Nice. I don't know. It looks like a pretty nice dumbbell rack, though. Nice. Vinny just sent it to me. <coughs> so, oh, we have um, more chains that we could take apart. Perfect. Yeah, they've got chains we could take apart. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, that. Um, so since I wasn't going to go into college, my dad was like, "You need to fucking do something." So. And how old were you at this point? I was eighteen. So well, no, actually. I think the first time I went to the recruiter, I was 17. I was fresh out of high school. I knew I wasn't going to college because, you know. Now, they can't take you in early. No, I mean, they can, you you but can you have to have parents' consent and everything like that. And I was turning 18 that summer anyway. So I think I went in the first time to see what I had to do because you got to be a certain weight to join, like weight to height ratio. I'd be fucked. And I think I was like... I think I was like 10 pounds overweight when I was like 17. So the recruiter got with me, and he would do like PE with me and stuff like that. So I signed up when I was 18, and it was July. And then I was gone for basic training the January of 08. And that was, uh, then I just, you know, I stayed in for seven years. And what did you do out there? So. Did you get paid? Huh? Did you still get paid? From that? No, I might be able to. You know, settle something because I think I got hearing loss a little bit from it. Huh? If you, huh? Yeah. If you, if you hear like a lot of times when we talk and stuff, I'm like, what? Huh? Well, you can definitely hear in these fucking headphones. I'll tell you that. Um, so I went to Lackland for basic training. It was six weeks. Fucking loved it. I was so used to my father hollering at me. I was just like, "Mm -hmm, okay. (laughs) Like, thank you, (laughs) sir. What's, what's, what's the problem with that? <laughs> well, no, we just not. <laughs> That's the Navy, anyway. But, I, I, <laughs> but, but anyway, so I did Lackland for basic training in something called tech school. It's like you're training for, tra- like for your actual job. And that was another six weeks. So I spent 12 weeks in Lackland doing that. And I was, um, I was a logistics specialist. So... Uh, Different things. So, like, one of my jobs that I had at one of my bases, I was uh, in charge of, like, the armory. So, that was super fucking cool. Like, I I got, like, special op guys coming in and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there's, like, a bunch of fucking weapons. Any weapon that came into the base, you had to, like, check it in. So, like, I would check in all the fucking weapons. We'd have all the fucking M16s that were, you know, deploying and everything like that. But, um, 
I did that, and then we also supplied parts for like aircrafts and stuff like that. So like maintenance would work on the aircrafts, and they would call us to take the bad parts. I'd bring it back, and I'd bring them in a good part. So that was another job that I had. And I, for the full seven years that I was in, I think it was like back and forth between those two. And, um, but I did Lackland for 12 weeks. I was in Charleston for two years. I did Korea for a year. I did Afghanistan for eight. Were you based anywhere for a long period of time? Um, I think the, the longest I was in a spot was Italy, and that was almost three years. And that was balling. I fucking loved Italy. Like, it was... Because I got to travel throughout Europe with it, too. You know, so I went to, like, eight to nine different countries just being in Italy alone. Yeah. The only shitty part about it was, uh, like, I was going through the divorce at the time. Because, I, you know, I married at fucking 21. I'm like an idiot. But hmm. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> now, when you're in the military, do you get, like, time off? Yeah. Is it every day you're working? Do you get to, like, go explore? Like, when you're in no, yeah. It's, so my, like, for the Air Force, it's like a normal job. Like, it, there's morning, noons, and nights. It's 8 to 12 hours, depending on what you're in. Did you work nights? No. Well, I did in, <laughs> Af- I worked nights in Afghanistan and Korea. Mm. But any other day, any other spot, I was, it was Monday through Friday. It was, like, I think it was 7. If we didn't have PT, it was, like, 7 till 3.30 or <laughs> 4.30, and, you know, that was it. Normal the next job. shift came. Yeah, it was like, it was a normal job. Now, what parts of Italy did you go to? Um, I was stationed at Aviano, so that was um, way north Italy. Like, um, I was 45-minute train ride from Venice, so that was, like, my go-to spot if I wanted to go travel somewhere. It was, like, 45 minutes. The white train. Italians. Huh? The white Italians. Yeah. They're the, the no-taste food Italians. Yeah. Like, um... I didn't do a lot of traveling through Italy, though. That's the thing. Like, I went to different countries. Like, I went to Croatia. is probably my favorite country in the entire world. Right next to Italy. Yeah. Cheap to live there. Oh, I fucking love Croatia. Dude. How many kids do you think you have? <laughs> a good three to four, maybe. <laughs> no, I was... I, Italy, right? No, I'd never been to Italy. No, I was married at the time, though. Like, I was actually faithful. They don't have many, like, trains and cars that go there, so... Yeah, you don't fly. <laughs> um, I've gone to Italy. I think I was 15 or 16. Yeah, you were talking about me there. Or talking uh, about horrible that experience. So we, we got down there. We flew. Um, lost our luggage. Oof. So my and parents' in luggage... In a different country, too. My yeah. parents' luggage, my brother's luggage got there, like, two, three days after. No big deal. My luggage never showed up. <laughs> So Nick wore the same outfit for three weeks. So I was, wearing, I was wearing the same outfit. <laughs> Dirty ass on these. There was days that I wear my brother's outfit. So if my brother wore an outfit on a Monday, I would wear that same outfit on a Tuesday. And we'd rotate clothes. So I'd have his shorts on with the different The fact top. that you wore your brother's clothes and he's three years younger than you. When you were 15, he was 12. We had to make it work. Uh, we bought some clothes down there. It was pretty big on you though, right? Yeah, it was a little bit big. <laughs> um, what did you think about the food in Italy? So, all right. So a lot of fish. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. And I'm not like I'm not like a huge fish person that you throw the fish in the pasta. Like I, I just I can't get into it. Like I could do like shrimp scampi and shit like that. But when yeah. it comes to like cod and stuff like oh yeah cod with marinade and mug fucking fish. you know mugfish yeah yeah. But um the food was it, it was decent at best though. I agree because I I you come back like Utica's got better Italian food than I Italy agree. though. Well, southern so, I mean. I did. Where I can't remember where I went in southern Italy, but I, I traveled to southern Italy one time, and the food down there is way better than the north. 
And um, but as far as me personally, besides the pizza, everything else like here is agree. way better. Hundred percent agree. Yeah. So when I got back, that was the first question: How was the food? Where'd you go? All the restaurants? Yeah. How was this, this, and that? <clears throat> Six out of ten food. Yeah. They're like, you gotta be kidding me! It's you know, it's Italy. How and, were the vegetables? And they don't eat those. <laughs> he doesn't even know what a vegetable is. But I didn't think the food was that good. Um, I'm used to my mom cooking. Yeah. I'm used to food in this area. Yeah. Everything out there is so fresh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like it's almost too. It's, good it's almost too fresh. So yeah. I didn't like but it. Like, I, I'm sure, like if you lived in Italy your entire life. I'm more of the You'd be like this, sauce and you know what I mean? basement, you know. It's like us living in Utica. We're used to the Utica Italian food. Nobody else knows about that, no. you know, so unless you live in Utica. in my basement that expired in 2019. Ah, it's good. Yeah. You're not going to get sick. How good is that jarred sauce that you gave me? Because I still got a jar of it. You haven't tried it yet? No, it's the sauce that you made for vodka sauce. The sausage I made for vodka sauce. The sauce. Oh. Oh. Oh, uh, the sauce! So- I, I love the sauce. We do that every year. Yeah, I know. Is it still good if it's in my fridge? You'll be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, what's gonna happen to it? Honestly, uh, like, could be fine. I don't know. Lately, my stomach's been fucking going nuts. But that was a tradition that me and my cousin started. Not even my grandparents. It was just one day. My cousin's like, "Let's start making sauce." We're like, "We have no idea what we're doing, but let's do it." So just another day of hanging out, drinking, watching football. Um, and we just started the tradition. I think it's the third or fourth year of making sauce, and it's just something to do in the summer. Yeah, didn't you go viral on um, yeah, hardcore Italians? Hardcore Italians. Yeah. yeah. Um, they sent me a couple T-shirts. That was a, that was a dope ass fucking video too. Yep, yep. We try to do it every year. They, yeah. they always request it now. Yeah. Uh, send you a shirt. Can you wear the shirt in the video? Oh, really? Yep. So well, we do that. And then every holiday, we kind so of... So Nick is our only sponsored athlete at Baines Barbell. Sponsored by Hardcore Italians. <laughs> Tell him I wanted one of the gnocchi Gucci shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they just sent me some t-shirts, and uh, I kind of asked, hey, can I get my cousin some shirts, too? And they don't really send out shirts for everybody. Yeah. It's not a big deal. But, but I mean, it's, it's... If everyone's going to be in the video, they should. I agree with that. I'll give you guys Baines Barbell shirts. You wear them in the video. Perfect. Anybody who doesn't get a hardcore Italian shirt can get a Baines Barbell shirt. Um, they actually gave me a shirt last year. I think it was um, Sundays is for Sauce, something like that. Oh, yeah. Almost the name of the podcast. And um, there was a big pot of sauce with a wooden spoon. Yeah. And um, it was on the shirt. We wore it in the video. They posted it. And like I said, every holiday we kind of just wear like a jumpsuit. Where our Cupolinis, we take a picture, yeah. you make some videos, and we always send it into them, and they always share it, so. All right. Well, I got about 170 questions. 170? No, I got one, two, three. <laughs> I only got to about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, so. I got 15 questions. Jeez. We'll start with speed round. <laughs> start with the first question. This is more geared towards you two. Um... Thoughts and expectations on upcoming meet June 3rd. Fair in asylum, baby. My thoughts and expectations are that you guys are going to do good and both hit your goals. So why don't you go first, and then we'll let Hanch take over. Um, I think we talked to this, about this in the trial yeah. um, podcast that we did. But like I said, I'm excited just to get a higher total. Yeah, um, that's the name of the game. I don't want to set my, my you know, I don't want to be too high on my limits, but I don't want to, like, fall too short either. Uh, we talked about right around a 600 squat. Yeah. If I if I go past it, I'm happy. I really want to hit 600. Well, with the training style that you guys are doing that I programmed you, it, I, you know, 
I'm probably only going to hit 540 <laughs> at that rate. Oh, man. Oh, dear. Oh, here we go. But uh, I'm excited for the meet. It's a little bit later in the year for me. My meets are usually early winter time, March time. Late winter, March, yeah. Whenever golf season is it on. And I'm going to be about a month and a half behind on golfing <laughs> this year, so I might as well not golf at all. That's the best thing you said all day. Yeah, all... you should just keep fucking training. Yeah. You have a lot I, I can't, say, I can't well. say much either. I'll take months off at a time, too. Yeah. And that's what fucks me. Um, just want to get a bigger total. Want to keep my name on the board. Um, once you're on there, you don't want to get off of it. And I think we have a gym here with a lot of guys in the same weight class that, yep. all, that all can compete. Because you guys are all small. Yep. Yeah. And I think um, once you're on the board, you really don't want to get off it. Yep. So that kind of pushed me a little bit to have a heavier deadlift. Uh, 650 right there was a deadlift only, but it was sanctioned, so it still counts. To me. I would like to hit that number, if not go past that number for a full power. It'll be anywhere between a... 30 pound PR for full power. I think 625. I think you, I think you pulled 625. Yeah, 625 is my best full power. Yep. So, and then just benching. If I can get that up, if I can add, you know, 20, 30, 40 pounds on that, I think I, I put myself in a good spot, especially for what did the, you bench? The yeah, next well, meet. Well, um, 325. 325 last meet, 330 the meet before. Oh, yeah, you missed 340. Missed 340. Yep. So, okay. What about yeah. you, Ange? Yeah, for me, like, I'm I'm in the same boat, man. Like I'm 33. I'm just trying to get stronger. I just want bigger totals. Yeah. I could give a fuck about other people's numbers, dude. Like, I mean, the people that I'm training with, like, yeah, I'm gonna want to help you get there. Not as a coach, but just like. I think we got a great group of guys right we now do. training. Yeah. And I love everybody at this gym. Don't get me wrong. But when you're in prep, things are moving quick. Yeah. You know, wrapping your knees takes time, it, but it does take time. Yeah. You're there all day, and I think the fact that we have four guys total in our small little group. Yeah. Everything's moving a little bit faster yeah. after after Monday. Well, four guys that I'm that I'm coaching, but there's eight guys here doing that meet. Oh yeah, we're yeah. we're rolling deep in there. Yeah. Meet. But like, I for me though, like, I want that fifteen hundred. <laughs> I want it, and if I like, like I said, like I, because like I said, I we were talking about. I'm really going to fucking dedicate this meat to my mom because I never actually did anything for her. And then I'm going to get the fucking SG tattooed on my face if that happens. I haven't discussed that with you. <laughs> what does SG mean? Sarah Galgano. Or Sandra Galgano. I just told said my mom's name wrong. <laughs> Sandra Galgano. She's my mom, so... On the face. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, I'm I, my I, I mean, I'm so fucking so. tattooed, it doesn't even matter at this point. Who gave well, you that idea? Who gave you the idea of the AOE podcast name? We shouted you out last time. I know. I'm busting balls. No, because Nick's breaking my chops. But for the meet itself, though, like, it's, it's a, I mean, last year it was in March. Yeah. It's in June, so a little over a year. It's 200 pounds to a total. I think but I'm taking get, this a lot more serious, too. I think you should get Joe Zlinski right at the meet. Just like how <laughs> boxers do after they win, after they win their yeah. fight. Just tattoo your face right there. Yeah. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I don't have them tattoo me. I'm not even competing. Yeah. Do That'll it. be badass. Right after the meet, last deadlift. I think Rita, Rita would definitely be cool with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. She wouldn't care. She wouldn't she care. Like, She'd get a tattoo, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, training's going, you know, training's going good. I mean, after I mean, Monday. We've only been in prep. <laughs> yeah. They, Monday, Monday was a little rough. Yeah, that was a shit show. But uh, uh, the thing with Monday was a lot of people. It, not that it's a lot of people. It's just I'm used to um, 
experienced lifters. Yeah, so that that makes sense. Um, when I used to lift with Zach and Mike, Brian and all them, uh, we never had those issues only because we... Okay, so as soon as I was done squatting, I was like loading the bar for the next guy, you know. And I think now with everyone, with their tripods and stuff and, and, and worrying about recording every set, which, listen, I record a lot of this shit, that, and I post a lot of this shit, but... Um, I think everyone else should come first. So, you know, that's why I was so mad when your weight was loaded wrong. Um, I threw a little temper tantrum, and I was over it in 20 minutes. But no weight tree is safe. <laughs> yeah, I broke the door in the weight tree, but um, it, it's just it's just frustrating because uh, I expect more out of my guys, yeah. you know. And shit like that should not happen. I don't, I don't give a fuck how fucking busy we are. Shit like that shouldn't happen, especially in a prep. I think, I think. if, <laughs> if uh, you just get done squatting, you're the one that takes the break. Go sit down yeah. while the next guy's going. Yeah. After that next guy's going, you should be up there adjusting the height, loading the plates, make sure the arms yeah. are in or out. It's listen. It's a long day. There needs to be sides. There needs to be one, two, three, four guys and one guy squatting. So there needs to be. If I'm back spotting all day, which I'll try to get here and get my squats done early. And then and then backspot everybody because at least I'm there to backspot them. But there needs to be one guy on one side, one guy on another, and one guy running the monolith. And uh, I don't give a fuck if you're in prep or a prima donna. I don't give a fuck. You you need to be helping the next person whether they're in prep or not because people can get hurt, you know. And you could have got hurt. And I'm glad that yeah. happened week one. I mean, I'm, I wish it didn't happen at all, but I'm glad it happened week one. Yeah. And not you know eight weeks in when I have. Another hundred pounds on my back. We yeah. got we got to get the lineup back though. Like you got we got to get that dry race board with a lineup for yeah. that night. Plus everyone was excited. It was the first day of prep. Yeah, everyone wanted to. You know, uh, were you excited? Huh? Were you excited time. about Monday? Yeah, I was. <laughs> There's a lot of volume. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, man. <laughs> All right, I got a ton of questions, so we'll just yeah. keep rolling through them. Okay, the next question is. For me and Nick, what time is church? Church is usually around, it depends if we eat dinner or not. Chris Palmer asked. If we didn't eat dinner, we get there around 8.30. Did you eat dinner today? Had a late late lunch, early dinner. I'm fucking starving. It's Palm Sunday. It is Palm Sunday. So, I just had a couple lobsters. So I uh, just got done eating at my aunt's. She made a poor man's lasagna. If you guys don't know what that is, that is lasagna. Without the lasagna pasta, substitute with rigatone. And instead of layering it, they just mix it all in a big bowl. So it's big ziti? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bowl <Bully based> sauce. <laughs> Poor man's lasagna. Oh, okay. Uh, and I think the next question is for uh, me and Ange. We were just talking about this. Uh, top three tattoo tour. So I have a sweatshirt on. I'm not taking my sweatshirt off. Uh, <laughs> Well, I got. I, I got. I mean, I could talk about my favorite ones. Yeah, let's hear your like, top three. So, I'd have to say, getting the cover up on my face was probably it was a good idea. So it's oh the America. Yeah, <laughs> it said heathen, but nobody knew what the fuck it said. Because <laughs> water tattooed on the side yeah. of your face in Chinese. No, <laughs> it was fish. <laughs> but um, so I love the Omerta thing. You know, it's the Italian thing. You know, everything like it's that. It's an ant's bio on Instagram. It is in my bio. I forgot about that because oh, yeah. I never clicked the more button. Yeah. When I'm creeping on my old pa- my own page. <laughs> and then I have the one on the back of my arm, which is a horror character from a movie called Trick or Treat. 
and it's this little fucking. I like that one. Huh? I like that one. Yeah, so it's like this little Halloween demon. Great movie if you like horror movies too, by the way. And um, probably the devil eating out the chick on my leg. <laughs> so what are your? Uh, huh? What are the worst three tattoos do you have? The worst tattoo is definitely the fucking Rob Zombie that everybody thinks it's fucking Jesus on my hand, which is gonna get fucking covered up here soon. Um, I hate my stomach. It says untouchable, but you can't fucking read it, and everybody breaks my balls for it. I thought it said uncrustable. (laughs) Unlovable. Uncrustable. I've gotten it all. Ted Ted and my cousin Sal broke my chops one summer. We were playing beer pong. We were fucking playing beer pong outside. And I, you know, we had our shirts off. I took my, and you could like, they're just giving me every fucking, you know, thing under this fucking sun. Um, they did say uncrustable, uncrustable, unlovable, all this shit. So I fucking hate that. But the, it's so big, I'm not going to be able to cover it up because it's definitely the most painful tattoo I've been through. Okay, what's your last one? Um, I'd have to say my chest, to be honest. Really? I, yeah. I, it, like, a lot of people like it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, it's so, like, if you look in the mirror, it's very uneven. The wings are kind of, like, choppy, and one goes up, is curved more than the other. There's not a lot of detail in it or anything like that, so I think I'm actually going to do a cover-up on that, too. But I'm surprised you didn't say the uh, tribal one. I, oh, yeah. Oh, the tribal one sucks. Yeah. No, that's the thing. So I actually thought about that after we talked about it. So you know how I have the bio right here? I think I'm just going to do the biomechanical through it. So it just, I like the biomechanical. So yeah. I'm going to see if someone can go over the black, too, because there's been, like, people, artists and stuff, who've gone over black with color, and it actually comes out decent. Like, they got, like, dark red. Big color guy. Yeah. I like see, I, see I, I did it, and now I do. Like, yeah. I wish I could go back and change a lot of the stuff that I got. Yeah, I'm the same way. But, I mean... It's already on my body, and I'm not getting fucking lasered or no. Or I'll, no. B- I'll black out my fucking arm before I do that. My top three. What are yours? Number three. Uh, this is best or worst right now. This is my best. Top three would have to be the poppy seed flower on the inside of my arm here. Um, Joe Zielinski did it. I think it's one of his best tattoos he ever did. Um, it has meaning to it. Um, doesn't matter what it means. If you know what poppy seed flower stands for, then you know what it means. Um, I do like the dead sunflower on the back of my arm. That I means, love that. You were one, a big dude. fan of that one. Yeah, that one means it. a lot. That was me. Uh, that has a lot of meaning too. Um, not that that matters either. Or my G on my hand for my logo. But my favorite tattoo is this one right here that says "I once was lost, but now I'm found." That's probably my favorite tattoo. That was the first tattoo I got when I got out of rehab. So. That's probably my favorite. My least favorite? I love your lighthouse, too. The lighthouse came out good. I, yeah, I the like orange is, is wearing out. But above Your left arm looked great until you went to Key West. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Double hammer So, we, uh, I'm in Key West uh, with some friends and stuff, and we're uh, drinking. What the hell was I drinking? Key lime pie martinis. Yep, yep. Had two of them, and uh, two or three of them cocked. So me and Derek are walking down um, the main road there. I forget what it's called, Key West. And I'm drunk, stumbling drunk. And I walk by a tattoo parlor, <laughs> and I just looked at him, and he's like, fuck it, let's do it. So we go in there, and he's like, I go, what are you getting? What do you want? You know. And he goes, uh, I want a hammerhead shark. You know. I'm like, all right, well, Google one, find one. 
So he Googles them, and there's a couple cool ones. And the one he picks is the absolute fir- fucking worst-looking one I've ever seen in my life. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. That looks cool. He's like, what are you going to get him? I'm going to get the same thing. <laughs> Besties. So, yeah, I got a, two hammerhead sharks <laughs> right there. You know what? Let me see them. <laughs> well, that's not two hammerhead sharks. That's the shadow in the water. Do you that know? just looks like his, his <laughs> deformed brother. How much does it cost? 200 hours. <laughs> Joe did this whole thing. It, it, it probably was less than that. Um, so that's number that's number three. You know you know what that looks like though. What? You know those gummy sharks that are blue and white. I thought it was like the red Swedish fish. That's what it looked. Like. I thought it looked like uh, a drywall nail. You gotta put it. You gotta put it in the wall and then put the nail through it. Yeah. So it hooks on the back of the drywall. Um, that's probably number three. What did you think it looked like? The, the, you know those gummies? They're like the shark gummies. They're like blue on top and white, and white on the bottom. bottom. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I don't think I've ever seen those. So that's number three. Number two <laughs> would be... Uh, you got a couple bad ones. Yeah. Um, chaos tattooed on my foot spelled wrong. <laughs> I was, it says chorus. <laughs> It says it says chaos with a Z. <laughs> what? It says chaos a, coaching. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> with a K. It's not even a C. It says who the fuck did it too? Joke this kid Joker and I was thirteen. Uh, yeah, I was thirteen and a star on my ankle. Yeah. That went along with it. Um, chaos C H A O Z. And then the number one worst tattoo is the back of my right arm. With my last name spelled wrong. Oh. <laughs> it's not spelled wrong, but this was gummy sharks. <laughs> it looks exactly like. I'm gonna put the logo right above. It's size too. <laughs> um, probably yeah. My last name G I F U N E, but the N is backwards. And that, oh yeah, I, you show I don't know how the fuck that even happened. Do that. But then I'm looking at it in the mirror. I'm like, and it's backwards, you know, in the mirror. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, why is the end the same direction? What? All the other letters are backwards, and then this one is, is facing the right direction. So, um, yeah, those are my top three. I'm surprised you didn't say the one across your chest, New York. I love that tattoo. Yeah. I'm a fucking diehard Knicks fan. I, I just, okay, so it used to go from, like, here, like, from, like, my armpit to armpit, and then as I put on 50, 60 pounds. It goes nipple to nipple. It goes nipple to nipple, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I do like that tattoo. Um, but I've never done anything with it. Actually, another one of my favorite tattoos is obviously my Bane tattoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one of my other worst ones are the two fucking lions on my back. I keep on forgetting I have them. Yep. It's fucking... I don't think they look that bad. Dude, they're fucking horrible. Once you get it finished, it might look a lot better. I'm not going to get it finished. I'm getting it covered up. I'm doing a whole fucking back piece. I don't care. This person asked, <laughs> they must not like you. Who's that? Grandma? Let's go to pause. You mind just... Are uh, they asking a question from me? Hit the end button on that. And do you mind uh, just hitting the end button on that, please? The end Hit the end button. That thing is vibrating like a motherfucker. You can hear it through here. It's fine. We've got poor connection. Okay, we're back. Uh, yeah, this person, I don't know, they must not like you, but they said, what is Aunt and Angie's ultimate goal in powerlifting? We're going to let you answer first, because... Question this person directed <laughs> you didn't put your name, but what was the question? What is your ultimate goal in powerlifting, like lifetime? What is going on with that thing? I have no idea. All right, um, taking screenshots of us. <laughs> yeah, 
I want to say I reached my goal. And I don't think my goal is lifting itself. I don't think it's the weights. I don't think it's the numbers. I don't think it's chasing numbers. I think the goal was just to uh, develop a good core group of guys that are friends. And um, I think I found that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's... You don't have a number goal? Like... I mean, if you're always chasing. You're always chasing. Okay, Um, what's your next goal after this beat? Um... I think we're at like 13 or 1630, right around there. 1625, 1630. Yeah. What's your next goal after that? I feel like you're just always chasing that 100 number. 17. Yeah, 17, 18, 19, Yeah. That's the way I I look at it. But I think my overall goal in in the gym atmosphere is just, I think it's reached. I think it's just meeting a good group of friends, um, doing stuff outside the gym. Uh, hanging out with dinner the other night. Yeah, um, I met I best friends through here, man. Absolutely. Not, not like, sure. not, I mean, not Bane specifically, just because you just opened it, but like, just everyone that like came together. I think that's the biggest thing. I think I reached it, and I think as I get older, you're gonna weed people out. Maybe guys from this gym. Yeah. Hopefully not. But as you grow up, people move away. Um, yeah. you, lose, you lose some touch with people. And I, I do every two years. <laughs> yeah, they move to Tennessee. Yeah. Don't talk to nobody for two fucking years. Uh, I'm never going to think that's, that. that's what it is for me. What about yourself? <laughs> for me, like, so an ultimate goal. We just talked about this. Yeah, it's my ultimate goal, I guess, would be, like, 1,700. Like, I'm 33 right now. I started when I was 32. You know, I'm 33. I'm, I mean, I work nice. Everything is fucking like against me right now. For yeah, I'm, I'm never gonna be like an elite lifter anyway. So like 1700, I feel like would be a realistic number if I keep at it for the next few years. You know, like five to six years. Well, this would be a 200 pound. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, but yeah, but here's the thing. Like that 1300 pound that I got. Like I didn't listen to one word Ann says. I was ego lifting back at like the mill. Like every well, I time, don't, I, don't I, don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, anyways. So. No, no, but like, I mean, that's 200 pounds in a fucking year, dude. Like, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be able to do that again. No, it doesn't so, come that. No, way. but like I said, that was my first meet. I wasn't really taking it as serious as I am now. So, like I said, but for my overall goal for it, though, it's just like I just want to be fucking stronger. I give a fuck about like, I mean, I do yeah. give a fuck about numbers, but I don't. As long as I don't go backwards. You as know. long as you keep improving, that's that's really it. I mean, my number one goal, lifetime goal, would be to total 2,000. So I'm 250 pounds away. It's going to take a long time. But I figured I'm 30 years old. By the time I'm 35, I should very well be able to total close to 2,000, 1,900, 2,000. Um, my number one goal right now, everyone knows. So 500 bench. You know, that's all I really care about right now. Yeah. So... But lifetime goal would be to total 2,000, and then I'll probably never stop competing. I think the biggest yeah, thing that people that, don't that was, oh, go ahead. understand about the powerlifting aspect of it is, um, like, oh, they're just yelling, they're slamming weights. It's not always about that, too. If you're lifting and you don't feel good, if you, don't, if you feel heavy or if you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. we change our weights. I think people just think we eat all day, we drink, we just get big and big and big. A lot of the times is. Like, right now, I feel heavy. I don't feel comfortable in my body. I feel like I don't have good leverage right now deadlifting, especially when I get heavier. Yeah. I'm starting a diet tomorrow. Yeah. And that's for me to get my leverage back. Like, I think people just, you know, misunderstand it, and they say, oh, all they do is eat 10 meals a day. They're stuffing their face. They're going out drinking. They're lifting heavy. Oh, just like me. Yeah, that's, I mean. But right now, it's a lot of a lot of times, you don't feel comfortable, and you have to change that, too. You know? I haven't felt comfortable for years. See, I want to get bigger, though. That's the thing. 
Like I'm like, so do I. I just weighed myself. It was like two thirty six. Yeah. And last week I was down to like two twenty eight because I was, and that was what made me feel com- uncomfortable because like when I hit two forty two. I'd look in the mirror and I'd be like, fuck yes. Yeah. You know, like, and... Well, everyone wants to be... Everyone has body dysmorphia. Oh, I mine do. is horrible, yeah. dude. I do horrible. horrible. But I, I just want to be a fucking wrecking ball, dude. I could give a fuck about having abs and all this shit. Yeah, I'm not... Like, a- I'm, I, don't, I don't care about being, like, aesthetically pleasing in the fucking gym and shit no. like that. I just want to be fucking big. Even, um, even Lackey, once he got hurt playing softball last year, he hasn't really powerlifted much. And I talked to him about it, and he said, like, he's doing CrossFit, he's doing that, yeah. and he's like, I want to be active for my son. I want to be able to go, you know, run outside with him, play catch with him. You know, when I'm heavy, when I'm, when I'm, you know, well over 280, I don't have the endurance to go run outside with him and chase after him, too. But the thing is, too, it's not just about the weight, either. Like, the, like, the amount of stress you're in going through a fucking prep, people don't understand Mental that, too. dude. Yeah. You get no sleep no, at I'm, all. I'm fucking I'm asleep anyways. Like I'm fucking miserable during prep. My last one, but I'll wait till this one. Yeah. Alright. Um another question. Let's see. What does powerlifting mean to all of you? Kinda just can't kinda yeah. answer that one. What does it mean to you? I think yeah. like I said before, just making friends. You know, long time friends. No, yeah. I mean it's um, it's oh go ahead. It's a way to prove yourself too. When I first started I was at Upstate and, you know, Ant, Lackey, Zach, um, Brian, a lot of guys, big guys there, and I was only squatting, I think, 275 at the time. And I knew I was never going to reach the weight that they were doing, but every day they were pushing me without even realizing it. And uh, every day I walked into the gym, I walked in there like I had something to prove, whether they knew it or not. And that's what it was for me. That's what you always got to walk up to the weight. What does it mean to you? Um, I mean, I, I guess it would be kind of the same as Nick's. Like, I, I love the people that we live with. Yeah. You know, like, what it means to me, like... When they're not being fucking babies. <laughs> what it means to me, I guess, personally, though, is just, like, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, a hobby that I'm, like, very obsessed with now. Yeah. You know, it becomes it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah, it's just like it's just like fishing, you know, know, for me. Like I love to fish, yeah. and I lo- it's it's a hobby. It's like gambling for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love to gamble. It's just what would like you quit gambling. first, though? Powerlifting or gambling? Gambling. Would you? Yeah, I've already done it. No, yeah, you, know? you, you did it for what a year? A year. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I probably shouldn't gamble. As well. Nobody should gamble. You know, it's not anything. Gambling or smoking? <laughs> oh Jesus. I'd quit gambling first. <laughs> powerlifting or smoking? I would quit powerlifting. Somebody already asked me that. They, uh, the question, this was a while ago, whatever, and uh, my old coach from years ago was like, if you quit smoking, or if, if I would give, say you could get a 2,000 pound total right now if you quit smoking, what would you do? I said I would, I would quit smoking at the 2,000 pound total and smoke again. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I went to rehab, they're like, you can't smoke here. I didn't know that. I was like, I thought, yeah. they, I thought they encouraged it. No. So I so did I. So I had brought like cartons of cigarettes, right? <laughs> so I get there and they're like, you you can't. One pair of socks, <laughs> 10 cartons of cigarettes. He's not going to Italy with you, Nick. <laughs> you can't smoke. Yeah. You can't smoke. And plus, cigarettes taste different in other countries. Oh, but, yeah. Um, like, you, you can't smoke here. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. So I'm like, I need like candy or something. Oh, you can't have sugar. 
I was like, yo, you gotta be fucking. All they made you drink was like Crystal Light, zero sugar lemonade. And I used to have to eat grits every morning. I fucking hated grits. Ugh. So I used to go back there and just eat cereal. But um, <clears throat> every time I think of grits, I think of. What does powerlifting mean to me? Uh, it means a it means a lot. Like I said, it's a lifestyle. So um, I just like being able to compete again because I f- thought that I was kind of cut short of that in high school. Obviously, I loved being competitive in basketball, football, baseball. Um, got kicked off the baseball team, cooked off the basketball team, kicked out of school. So I loved I loved playing sports. I just couldn't get along with anybody. So that's I just love being able to compete and. Michael Jordan got kicked off the high school basketball team. Never made it. Really? You didn't know that? No, I think Jimmy Butler's his son, though. Looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's mine. You know, uh, I just like being able to compete uh, at an old age of 30. Um, Shut up. So <laughs> I started when I was 26. You know, I, guys, guys get about a 10-year run. That's it. So I started when I was 25, 26. If I could hit 2K by the time I turn 35, then uh, I'm, I'm I'll compete, but I'll just, I mean, I won't care about hitting PRs. I you think know? I'm going to be done at like 40. I think I'm just going to, what's the other well, thing? Not powerlifting, like power building. Like power you, building? You, you still like power lift, but it's yeah. just not like you don't compete. Yeah. But I mean, after a certain point, I'm just going to be like, fuck it. I just want to train. Yeah. I think at the, when I'm done, I just focus on bench, you know, that's really it, which is really how I'm focused on right now because I give a fuck. Um, Another question from the same person. Uh, you kind of already touched on this uh, for you. How was the Air Force, and how do you like your jobs now, all of us? So, two-part question. How was the Air Force? You kind of already talked about it. Yeah, but the, I, what I didn't mention about it is I didn't appreciate the Air Force until after I left. Why? Like, so I was out for like six months. No, it was probably <laughs> a little more over a year. I just got my job and everything like that, and I'm like, I'm sitting at my job, and I'm like, fuck am I doing, You fought man? for this country, though. Yeah, but I'm like, this, this is fucked, man. Like, so I was like, civilians are fucking idiots. Like, I well, wanna, yeah, you've been in there for seven years, so yeah, you're used to it. So I was like, I called the recruiter for every, every branch besides the Navy <laughs> to try to get me back in. Really? Yeah. And, and what happened? This my tattoos. Really? Yeah, it was my tattoos. Because I, I started getting the throw and the neck and everything else. No shit. Yeah, so I was like, fuck, man. I like, did not know that. Yeah, so uh, the Air Force is like a whole... Uh, I, th- I think a lot of people are like that, though, when they leave. I left too early. I would have been fucking retired at 38 years old mm-hmm. if you did 20 and out. I'm like, and yeah, then, I know and, guys that did like 10 and still get like pension type. Yeah, thing. well, here's the thing, too, because I got out kind of forcefully. Yeah. Not forcefully. I got out of really discharge for anybody who's fucking wondering. But um, so I was going through my divorce at the time, and my first sergeant was getting me on my tattoos. Now, I was planning on getting out anyway. Yeah. I was like four months out from getting out, and I was getting Article 15s up the ass, which are like, yeah, they're the highest part of like paperwork before like a court martial. So For tattoos? Yes. Because Fuck I had that. a fucking, I didn't even have as many as I had. I didn't have my no. hands or my knuckles or anything like that. I had my like half sleeve on my bottom. Now, if you look in the military, though, you see all these guys with all these fucking tattoos. Yeah. 
Now, not on their face, though. No, it wasn't. No, what I'm saying, it, I, I didn't have all of them. Nothing on my face. up there. No, nothing. You're not allowed to. Yeah. You know. So I was like, I was getting. I got like three Article 15s over yeah. my fucking tattoos, and then what happened was, my commander was like, "What the hell are you doing to my first, like, to my first sergeant? Like, yeah. he's getting out." Like you're one, yeah. Stop breaking his they balls. They gave me an yeah. alt, They gave me an ultimatum. Like my first sergeant's like, either start getting lasered or you're get you're like you're yeah, gonna start fucked. getting yeah yeah. So what my commander did on my last one to you know finish it up real quick. But um, my commander, my date of separation was July fifteenth. My date that I was about to lose my staff sergeant stripe was July sixteenth. <laughs> so my commander did it that way so I wouldn't lose a stripe. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty badass. Of yeah. But my job now, though, like... Yeah, so how do you like your job now? Um, my job now, like, everybody thinks... I think think, you like your job. I do. Everybody thinks I'm just a welder, though. Like I thought you were just a welder. Yeah, everybody does. Like, I went to college for... Well, not college. It was, like, trade school for welding. And then <clears> now everybody only thinks I weld. But, like, my job now... You went I, to trade school. Yeah. And do you think that was better than going to college? Fuck yes. Thank I you. advise... Anybody, yeah. If you're thinking about college, somebody asked me about this in a different podcast. Yeah. I was in. If you're thinking about fucking college, go to trade school. And yeah. I'm not trying to. Unless you're a nerd. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound conceited or anything like that. Nick went to college, but can you tell? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's certain there's certain cases though. Like I know people who are baseball. like thousands. Yeah. It's and a lot different. Tens of thousands of dollars. Hundreds. Of hundreds too. Yeah. And I'm over here, I got six months of fucking college, well, trade school, and I'm making 100K a year yeah. with it. And I'm not trying to make that sound conceited or No, because you work like a lot. That. I do work a lot, and yeah. it's fucking uh, back-breaking fucking work. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and you're working nights. Yeah, and, you know, Living but I mean... an apartment with no windows. No, I, I just, I'm upgrading in June. Nice. Yeah, I got two fucking windows. Two. Got two. one in the bedroom and one in the living room, windows. baby. <laughs> All right, so you like your job. Yeah. Do you like your job, Nicholas? I love my job. Do you? And what does your job consist of? Yeah, how is your OnlyFans doing? <laughs> um, waking up around 9.30 in the You'd morning. You'd make a score in OnlyFans. Um, get to work about 10 o'clock, 10.30. Um, do a couple haircuts. Go play golf. <laughs> go to lunch. Come back, do a couple haircuts. Go back to play golf. Then I usually just take the rest of the day off, go out after, and then do it all the next day. But when it's wintertime and I'm not golfing, um, definitely working a little bit more than I would be in the summer. But You're busy a couple days a <coughs> yeah, do Friday. I don't do Thursdays and Fridays. I don't yeah. do a lot of work, but a lot of people bash me and make, you know, not make fun of me, but they always no, say, you got an easy job, you got an easy job. I am on my feet all day. It's tough. My walking, mom's with a hairdresser and my girl. I'm walking yeah. around. Um, I'm dealing with um, arthritis in my wrist. I feel it a lot of times, especially when I'm lifting. Carpal uh, tunnel. Yeah, with, with, yeah, stuff like that, carpal my tunnel. My mom's had two carpal tunnels right Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think my, my wrist, did too. my back's always tired walking around. And even if I'm not working a lot, mm-hmm. if I do, let's just say I did five haircuts in a day. It's not a lot of haircuts. Let's say I did five. It was a slow day or if it was a half day or whatever. <laughs> still standing up. For about four hours. Yeah. And or more. Or more. On a Friday, you're standing up for eight. There's times I don't even get to eat lunch. Yeah. Or if I'm eating lunch, I'm eating it while I'm cutting hair. I ask them, like, do you mind if I like, take a couple bites in between haircuts? That Fuck hair? down. Yeah, but, but we talked about this last time I got a haircut. Why don't you, like, put an hour slot 
to where you, or a ha- even a handout <coughs> where you can grab yourself lunch and just take a seat. Well, it's convenient that I have Danielle's right next door. No, I know. So I, can, I, I, I can call it in, grab it, eat it in five, ten minutes, and then I get going. Why would yeah. I waste a half hour to an hour? I, yeah, I guess so. You know? But I mean, if you're sitting here talking about it, like I'm on my feet all day and this and that and kind of getting tired but with it, it I'm like, too. why wouldn't you? Some guys show up 15 minutes early for a haircut, and then yeah. some guys show up 15 minutes after their haircut, and then... I'm always early. But it's and I don't stay late. I heard you spent, spent the whole day there last I week. I did. I did. It's Friday. Got Were you, like, room. interning to be a barber? <laughs> <laughs> no. I had no TV out He goes, yo, Angel's been here all fucking day. <laughs> but, uh... Were you fucking complaining? Because I'm not... No, he wasn't anymore. complaining. He just no. said you were a jerk off and let him know why you're here all day. <laughs> no, but it's an easy job. I can go meet people for lunch. I yeah. can go run to the house. Do quick. you like your job? I like it some days. I think the biggest thing about me liking cutting hair... Is you get to interact with people. It's almost like a podcast itself. Just yeah. talking to somebody. Or being you. a bartender. And yeah. I gotta let you know the way the shop looks is fucking awesome. I appreciate you, it. Yeah, you, it came you, out good. Yeah, you did yep. you did a great job. It's almost done. A lot of help with it. It'll never be people. finished, but it's almost done. Nope, never be finished. Um <laughs> It'll always be ninety nine percent finished. It'll never be hundred percent right. done. Be a man. <laughs> be I, a man. <laughs> but I I do enjoy cutting hair sometimes and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm like I just want the day to end. I don't wanna be on my feet. I don't wanna cut hair. I don't want you to tell me to hit every little corner and, you know, it's stuff like that. But the days that I do like it, I like having the conversation, especially when I was working at the old barbershop. A lot of old guys would come in there and that was their time away from their wives. Yeah. And, um, Jesus, I know and that was a time away from their wives and they were just like, you know, they wanted to talk about it, talk about their, um, you know, childhood days and their growing up days and yeah. they, just, they relive their old days. I love listening to old guys talk. And a lot of the guys would bring I, stuff in. I love the old man stories. They would bring stuff in all the time. They'd bring old barber clippers in, old scissors. And yeah. What am That's I going to do with it? But it's more like, hey, I'm not going to do anything with it. Let me give it to you guys. And, you know. What are your plans? Plans for cutting hair? Yeah. You want to keep being a barber? I think in the future, I'm still going to be cutting hair. I don't think I'm going to be cutting hair as much as I am now, and I'm not cutting hair a lot right now. <laughs> I think it's going to be more still of still cut a lot of people. Yeah, it's right around, on bad weeks, it's about 25 to 30 people, which isn't a ton, and on good weeks, it's up, you know, higher than 60. Yeah. It all depends. Holidays, I'm doing... Well, yeah, you do 20 at a day. At least 15 to 20 a day. Yeah. And there's times I look at myself after a long day, and I'm like... I get a lot of support. Whether I'm filling in for somebody, like I know Vin's going to be out in the fire department. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm going to get a couple of his guys. Yeah. And I'm sure when he gets back from the fire department, they're going to go back to him, and I have no hard feelings with that. And he's a good barber. For sure. For sure. Um, but sometimes I sit back and I think, I'm like, wow, a lot of people do support me. Whether I'm filling in for somebody oh, yeah. or not. I'm you like, fill in for me all the time. Yeah, but I'm saying like a lot of people, you know, it's almost like a... Well, not putting put an eight-hour ship at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts my hair when Mikey's either busy or yeah. in Florida. Yeah, but it's like people could spend their money wherever they want, and that's the thing too. So I don't ever give people a hard time. Like, well, I think people like you too as a person, so that's why they come to you. Well, I try to make the barbershop not a barbershop. I try to make it more of a hangout spot. Chaz Bippy. Yep. Yeah. Um, now you just can't leave. I, I make it. I try to make it comfortable for everybody. Oh yeah. I got the TV going, games on. I'm getting the PlayStation in there this week, but especially over the summer, on Fridays, I got the same group of five, six guys. They just come in there and hang out. Yeah. You you included both of you guys. Yeah. Ange comes, brings you know Miller Light or White Claws. We sit there, we hang out for 
sausage of, and greens, Brad. Don't you? And we just hang out there. I think it's a comfortable environment where yeah. it's not a barbershop. It's more of a hangout spot. It's like a little club, you know? Yeah. I love my job. And what do yeah. you do? Anthony Hawking. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony what? Anthony Hawking with your little Motor chair. Your oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a little. I bought that chair yeah. for 100 bucks. Um, I've done the same thing my whole life. Never done anything else. Uh, I've worked a couple odd jobs. I worked at Nicky Doodles was my first job. Um, I worked at a cemetery uh, burying people. That was another good job I had. Nick's got to text his mom back and let her know he's doing a podcast. <laughs> Stop calling me. Um, I'm trying to think what else I did. I did some construction work in between uh, getting fired from the lumber company, which I totally, totally deserve. So what I do now is uh, I run a lumber company that my dad owns. I run it with my brother. Um, I also run the gym. So uh, I love my job. That's the only thing I've pretty much done my whole life. I've been there full time since I was 16. Um, I was kicked out of school when I was 16. We have to turn that a little. There you go. Yeah, I was kicked out of school when I was 16. I went to work full time for my dad. Um, and basically, that's where I got the name, the general. Um, Rome General Lumber. It's been in my family for this will be 80 years Jesus. this year. Yeah, my great grandpa started it. Um, it was a glass company and turned into a lumber company. And now it's turning into more building materials and not just lumber. So we sell different types of building materials. That's what I've done my whole life. I love my job. I love all my employees. Um, I get along super well with my dad. I talked to Zach about getting on this podcast about how he works for his dad and how I work for my dad and um, the shit he's got to go through. You know, it's tough working for family. Everyone always tells me, oh, it's tough working for family. Like, I never had a problem. I don't know. I never... The only time it was tough was when I was being a fuck-up. So that was the only time it was tough. But, um, yeah, me and my dad, we get along great. It's me, my dad, my little brother. Um, I work till 4 o'clock. I get out of work, and I basically work here. So I basically work two jobs, between the lumber company and the gym. Obviously, I'm here training. So, um, But I do have a gym to run and a full-time gambling position to run. <laughs> I think one of the coolest things that I've seen at... Uh the lumber yard was the two different phone numbers back in the day. How oh, you had, yeah. You had a call, uh, Rome General Lumber. If you were from Utica, it was a different number. That was, yeah. Really? Yeah. Back in, I think that was back in, like, I don't quote me, but it was back in, like, the 50s, 60s, 70s. If you were from Utica trying to call Rome, it was a different phone number. Because we've had the same phone number. Yeah. 315-336-2600. But it was a totally different number. It was a newspaper article you sent me yeah, or something. Yeah. Hmm. They had two different phone numbers for the same business. Yeah. And if you were in Utica, you had to call from one number. And if you were in Rome... Yeah. It wasn't like an code. area code thing. It was a whole different number. <laughs> How, Super weird. Yeah. It is weird. So, so if I dialed the so number... So if you were from Syracuse, you weren't calling anybody. <laughs> so what would you... What would you if you're dialing from Utica, though, if I if you did the... So you're in Utica, the, you want to call the lumber company, you'd have to call a totally different number. But if yeah, I was but, in Rome, but, I'd have to call a different one. Yeah. That's fucking strange. I know. I like, like if, I, if I was from Utica and I dialed the one that you're not supposed to... It wouldn't go would through. Come? Really? It would not go through. Huh. This was back, like, way before our time. The you know, old rotary. Dial. Yeah, this was, like, my grandpa's time. So, yeah, my great-grandpa started it in 1944. My great, well, then my grandpa took it over, my, and uh, he ran it till 99. My dad took it over, and uh, he's still there with me and Richie. Um, 
but yeah, we're still going strong. I'd like to see 100 years before I retire. I'm 30. Uh, when I turn 50, it'll be 100 years. So, all the same family. So, that's fun. that covers that. I got another question here. Hold on. Okay. Anthony, why have you been to the doctor so much? I don't really want to get into this. <laughs> um, I'll get into it. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I have uh, thyroid disease. So, um, I have Hashimoto's. Got to be on medicine the rest of my life. I got to get a biopsy done next week. 21 needles in my neck. So, um, that's why I've been at the doctor so much. Health issues. Um, thanks, Mom. No. It's, uh, it's hereditary, so it's from my mom. It's not a big deal. Um, there's one spot that they want to check on my thyroid that's got some marks on it. So, um, it's 21 needles going to my neck. You might be coming with me. That's not going to be comfortable. No. no. But it'll get me ready for my neck tattoo. Yeah. That's why I want to do it. <laughs> oh, hold on. So, yeah, if the biopsy comes back bad, then they just have to remove my thyroid. Not a big deal. Um, I told my dad there's going to be a scar on my neck, so I was going to use the neck tattoo <laughs> to cover it. He said that's a great excuse. Yeah, the only excuse. So that's why I've been at the doctor so much. Um, I usually don't go to the doctors. I fucking hate the doctors. Um I mean, do I? Yeah, I, just, I, I hate it. I, I get my blood work done a lot, you know, but I just... I have to go. Yeah, I do my blood work and stuff, and usually everything's fine. It's just, um, I knew there was something wrong with me, so um, when they told me it was Hashimoto's, I I knew, I basically knew it was coming because my my uh, um, levels were supposed to be, like, uh, between 0 and 15, and they were 500. Jesus. So... Uh, <laughs> And I don't I, even know what that means. You mean either. It's supposed I, to be 15 and 500. I, I seen it was bad. So <laughs> I uh, immediately called my mom, and she has Hashimoto's, and she's on medication. Just medication you got to take the rest of your life. My thyroid is dead. It doesn't yeah. work. So, uh, okay, the next question. Uh, these are all from the same person, too. They're actually from Alex Kensington. Kens Thank you Kennison for the questions. From Hercules. Good kid. Strong kid. Um. If you could meet anyone alive or dead, who would it be? You go first. That's a good question. I like this question. Betty White. <laughs> I got to think about this. So meet for the first time. Let's do both. If you could meet anyone alive and anyone dead. Huh. Meet. So first time. So yeah, not, not somebody like you know. It's not like I could wish I could have my grandparents yeah, back. Yeah, yes, exactly. Like it has to be somebody you have to meet. Hmm. Oof. Angie's is Prince. I've never, I've never <laughs> I was going to say this. that, too. <laughs> I never thought about this at all. No, um, I don't know yet. I'm How about somebody I, alive? I'm gonna have to think about this. I'd probably do ready it. To be honest, for the dead, go first and you think. For the dead, I'd probably say Frank Sinatra. I like that. I would fucking. Why? It's Frank. Because it's my way. Yeah, it's Frank fucking Sinatra. <laughs> In the man. summer wind. I don't know. I, it would be him or. What Frank. would you guys talk about? I have no power lifting. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably talk about Marilyn Monroe. Think he fucked her? Oh yeah. yeah I think Come on. Do you think JFK fucked her? Oh yeah. Definitely. Uh, right, how about alive? Alive? I don't know. The, you know. So the one person I want to fucking meet. Everybody's fucking met already. And I just haven't gone to Florida. I know who it is. Yeah. Dan Bell. It's Dan Bell, man. Good guy. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, I hear the fucking stories of, like, going to dinner with him, everything like that. Like, yeah. I really want to meet the guy. He seems fucking humble him. and just cool as shit. Super humble. Just uh, 
you know, for being the strongest guy in the world. He's a fucking goat, man. He's uh, he's just a good guy. He, you know, he when I was in prep, he messaged me a couple times and just like little cute. I mean, he's the best squatter in the world, pretty much. So he uh, he messaged me on one of my videos. I think it was like my 600 squat, one of them or something. And he was like, "Turn your feet in more." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Just do it." So I did it, and it worked. You yeah. know, he's like, you hit the wraps better with your feet forward instead of out so much. Oh, really? Because I have my feet, I have my feet out pretty far. Yeah. And that's what's been fucking up my back, you know. So he said that, and uh, no, he's definitely a good person to meet. You, I think you, you love. I mean, I haven't met anybody who doesn't like him. Yeah. So it's the first time they ever like. I guess because a, a lot of people would be like, huh. The first time I've ever seen Ant speechless, he was stuttering like a bastard. Oh, well, he scared the fuck out of me. Oh, yeah. I'm not scared of anybody. You know me. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a funny story. It uh, was uh, Super Bowl Sunday just after the meet, and we went back to his house. He invited us over for dinner. Yeah, that's where I met my coach. His uh, his wife's Italian, so she brought on a spread and a half. Chicken cutlets, cutlets yeah. steaks, uh, Macaron, just this was right after the ghost you, clash. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't try to take over the chicken cutlets. <clears throat> nope. nope. I hope you he never fucking, fucking knew better. Do. He uh, knew better. Just dip it in oil. He said. <laughs> so, uh, Aunt smoking a cigarette outside, and his uh, his wife's like, "Hey, Aunt, you mind if I?" And she's been hitting me up for cigarettes all day. And he's like, "Yeah, whatever. I've been doing cigarettes all day. No big deal." So we're all inside watching the Super Bowl. She's outside having a cigarette, and she walks into the house with the cigarette still lit. God. <laughs> and. Dan was furious. There was yeah. no smoking signs. There was a rental. There was an Airbnb. They didn't yeah. want any fees, any fines, whatever. Yeah. She just kept staying in the, in the living room. He the turns around door. and he backhands this window. It was like a side window. It was a sliding window. door, yeah. I thought the door was going to break. Smashed it. Just It didn't break, but it was just... Well, yeah. it was also fucking hurricane glass, so it's going to be hard to break. <laughs> she goes back outside. We're there for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes inside. She comes back inside. She goes... Aunt, can I get another cigarette? And Aunt goes, uh, you got to ask him. <laughs> and it was just dead silent for like five seconds, but that five seconds felt like ten minutes. Oh, my God. And I'm not scared. I, I fought. No, I would never fight somebody like that size. Aunt, Aunt was, was squeezing the cigarettes, the pack of it. And, uh, he said, yeah, give her one. He goes, yeah, give her one. And he was like shaking hands with a cigarette. <laughs> He's uh, a large man. He's a good guy, dude. Super, super. The other guy. person, though, like, because Dan Bell's kind of realistic for meeting, just because yeah. you all know him, and I'm yeah. coming to Florida next year and everything like that. The other one, our favorite man on the planet, Andrew fucking Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andrew Tate's definitely get up there. fucked. Get fucked. You're still okay. I think uh, the person that I would want to meet that's alive is uh, George R. Martin. What the fuck is that? He's the uh, he's probably a that, golfer. He came up with uh, Game of Thrones, and as you guys know, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Yep. I think that'd be pretty cool because I listen to stuff on YouTube all the time. How he came up with the names, how he came up with the the, the world. Um, I know because he wrote the are, books too, didn't he? Yeah, he wrote the books, and I know you guys aren't interested in Game Morgan of Thrones. Morgan Wallen? No, I, I like. Yeah, I like Game of Thrones. Ant won't watch it strictly because of the fact that I've been telling him to watch it so much that he said no so many times that if he does watch it, I'm not into that medieval shit. I know, I know, it's not like that. No, it's definitely, definitely is. like that. It is like that. It is. It is, it is I, I will tell you this though, because you did ask me one time. 
we were talking about. You're like, Ange, is it a good show? Yeah. And I said, yeah. And it really is a good show, the, the it's way it's done. great show. Great show. I would definitely like to meet him because... I just, hated how it ended. They, I, me too. But uh, it's a whole different language. The names he uses, just it's just two different countries. It's just... Everything he did about it, it's like a, it's like its own world on itself. Yeah. yeah. I hope House of the Dragon does just as good, though. It the first season. Slow, well, yeah. But it picks up a bit. And that's everything, the biggest, everything starts That's the slow. biggest thing with, with these shows now, or back whenever, but it's you, have, you have to give it a season as much as you don't want. When I first watched Game of Thrones, I did not like it. I watched four or five episodes. I'm like, this is horrible. I was on my phone. I was scrolling through Instagram, not paying attention to the show, yep. not understanding it. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. A couple months later, season eight came out. We're at, uh, you know, just a normal Sunday, 30 of us. And all my cousins are talking about season eight. Normal Sunday, 30 yeah. of us. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? That sounds interesting. And they're like, it's Game of Thrones. I'm like, it's not Game of Thrones. I watched the first four episodes. It's not what you guys are talking about. But yeah, yeah it's, season eight's coming up. We're super excited for it. So I gave it another shot. I used to just put my phone down 10 o'clock at night, and I'd watch three, four episodes. I used to go to class. Come home, hour break, watch an episode. I'd Before you discover the casino. See, and I, I, I hate I'd take how... a bite of food. I'd pause it. I'd pause the show, put my head down, eat whatever I was eating, and I'd play it again. I didn't want to miss anything. That's how good it was. It, it is a good show. See, that, but that's what I hate about, like, uh, like HBO. They put one, one episode out a week. That's why I love Netflix. Yeah. Netflix like, will put like here's your show. Fucking yeah, 40 everything. I fucking binge, dude. Like when the last, <laughs> when uh, season four of Stranger Things came out, I was gonna came, watch that. It came out at like tw- I think it was twelve o'clock at night. Oh no, it was two. It was two in the fucking morning when it came out on yeah. the East Coast. Yeah, dude, LA time. I binge watched it the entire night, and I took off work. The next day, because like I was but still he loves his job. I didn't lose my job. <laughs> I said you love your job. No. I love Stranger. But when I started more. Game of Thrones, season eight was already. No, out. yeah, I did the same so thing. I didn't have to wait every week for the episode. I was just yeah. going right through it. Next thing you know, I was on season five, and I do that. Yeah, I think season five and six are my favorite seasons. And I'm not going to get into it, especially if you haven't watched it. I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. But if you do start watching it, you got to give it a couple episodes. Um, it's like any show. Uh, by the first season, if you finish the first season and you don't like it, don't watch it. I, yeah, I couldn't. Well, I couldn't stand the seventh season. I could not stand it. I like five. It was, six, seven was good. It, seven was rushed. Eight was wait, rushed. Wait, wait. Oh no, eight. You're right. Eight okay. So yeah, I was talking don't about the last season. It, okay, I got you. Talk okay. to me about Sopranos next, asshole. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, we still got a question to answer. So who? How about somebody alive? He is alive. I mean, was somebody dead? Sorry. Um, right before Ann said it, I was going to say Frank Sinatra. And, you know, the only reason why I would say that is because my barbershop is old school themed. Yeah. And you see these guys are just classy guys, always at a casino. Um, always always with a scotch. Scotch and a always cigar. Drinking, yeah. yeah. You know, they always suit it up. Hair always done and just... And, That's how it was back then. Though. But every show that you watch or every movie you watch, it's the same thing. Whether it's um, Goodfellas, A Bronx Tale, uh, Casino, all these guys are looking sharp. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, I think that's what I would I like to meet Frank Sinatra, especially because growing up, that's all my grandfather had playing. Him, Dean Martin, all those guys. And the Rat Pack. Yeah. So I think I'd like to meet him. I would be like Lucky Luciano. I'd yeah. meet him too. Any any of the main guys that you see, like, 
El Capone, Lucky Luciano, Gotti. I'd probably any of them yeah. too. I'd want to do it for like the business aspect though, because like I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't know what to talk about with Frank Sinatra, but I'd, I'd be talking about you know how to run something like that if I met any of them guys, you know. Fair enough. What about you? I don't know. It's a tough question. <laughs> Dad, I know. Uh, my great grandpa for sure. He died like 15 months, 15 yeah, 15 months before I was born. So uh, probably him. I was named after him. You know, we have the same name. He started the lumber company. He started off as a bootlegger, and uh, he started off as a bootlegger for his dad. His dad died of, um, I think, cirrhosis of the liver. He owned a couple bars when bars were illegal. So uh, he hustled. He saved his money, and when he was 28, he opened the lumber company. He borrowed the money from his mom, and she charged him interest. And uh, he paid her back. They opened General Glass. We were a glass company, just like Morrow's Glass. We were a glass company. And uh, he turned it into what it is today. And then, obviously, generation after generation, I'd love to meet him. I heard thousands of stories about him. Just a good guy, hard worker, you know, loved his family and uh, spoiled his family. And uh, so for dead, it would be definitely be him. For alive... I don't know, man. Andrew Tate. Yeah, I like Tristan better than Andrew Tate. Yeah, uh, he's not as cocky. Yeah, I, I like I like a lot of the uh, a lot of the things that Andrew Tate says. I like. I don't like a lot of the things he says too. He's a little over the top. Yeah, he's a little over the top with like Tristan how he, how is a he talks about humble. like so like certain types of women and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I mean, <clears throat> but you can't just take one clip. No, one fucking no. podcast and just replay it of yeah. shit that he says. I like Tristan, we... but I think if I could meet one person, um, Ron DeSantis. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, alive. Uh, just making... for what? Just for what he's done for Florida. He's for making Florida president? great again, huh? For president, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's gonna make it, but yeah. I don't think he'll make it this round. No, but I think eventually he definitely will. He's young and uh, he he's just sharp, man. And I I, I listen to everything. His speeches, man, just make you feel stupid. Yeah. He will make you feel stupid. You know, I definitely think him. Um, oh, I don't know any. I mean, this is one know. thing I hated though. Like, um, nothing about Ron. But I went down the political rabbit hole and just doing a bunch of fucking research. Yeah, because I hated the arguments that both sides were putting out. Well, he was people. a military guy. Like, you know, I just, I just have a lot of respect for people in the military, and, and you yeah. know. I definitely think I definitely think him. Um, I got about eight more questions. We'll just keep running off of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fitness influencers and their fancy content. <laughs> Get fucked. Get fucked. I don't have much to say. You know, the whole broccoli head. I just. I, I mean, listen. High socks. You know what? It, you know what it is. I, I watched an interview and it was like. Um, uh, what do you do for? They're asking these kids, like, what do you do for a living? There's three kids. You grab three kids, and uh, they all said like, fitness influencer, fitness influencer. And I don't really know what that means it's, other than you make content on Instagram. There's like, so many of them now, though, that it's so gl- it's, it's like it's over it's the all top. glamorized yeah. now. Like, like everything's. Uh, what is it filtered and like yeah. half these people do not look like that if they're not fucking in the right way. Do lighting. you follow that goob? 
guy on Instagram? Probably not. Dude, you got to follow him. He calls everybody out for Photoshop and shit. Does dude. he? <laughs> and Maybe it's I'll like all these, look at all these people who are, who are on um, just the Photoshop, the shit out of their pictures, to the sell fucking programs and all this nonsense. So uh, where are you going with that thing? You, you just keep getting farther and farther left. <laughs> um, so what do I, I don't know what the question was, fitness influencers yeah. and their content? Um, fuck them. Yeah, they're, fuck they're, they're like even the big names. I don't even. Fuck I can't like. even make reels on Instagram like, what, no what, more. So. What's, what's that one guy's name? Larry Wheels. No, like Bradley Martin. Yep, yep. I, I, I see. I like him in some I things, but I feel like he. Bigger guys. I heard like when he opened up that new fucking gym. Mm-hmm. I heard he's an arrogant fuck. Well, yeah, most of those guys are. Most of those guys are. I mean, he's, he's in pretty good with the Nelk boys. Yeah. Yep. Um. The next question is leg days. I don't know. Is that a question? It just yes. says leg days. Yes. Yeah, we all do leg day. We all squat. I mean, the person who asked it squats more than all of us, so I don't know what the fuck. Uh, what do you think leg days, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we all do leg days. I, I like it when I hit a PR. Yeah. I mean, it's. Every, I mean, I'm not a big leg day guy. I have the biggest legs in here. I like squatting, and that's it. <clears throat> don't want to do accessories. <laughs> well, we know that. Don't. Um, I don't. I hate squatting. I still hate it because I, I get fucking hurt every time I squat. So see, I like it better now that I'm I'm getting into kind of the groove of squatting. Yeah. Like my first like meet, like I could not fucking squat whatsoever. I, like, I looked at some old videos when we were training. Oh yeah, holy fuck, dude! Shaky as fuck. Dude. Shaky as fuck. <laughs> my legs are like toothpicks. I mean, they're still small. They'll always be small. But. I think the the duffalo or the buffalo bar. That's when I really enjoy squatting. Yeah, when it doesn't fucking kill yeah, your shoulders. Your shoulders, it's just so much easier. Yeah, I have a tough time getting under a straight bar. So that's what I think of leg days. This next question is pretty good. Training partners versus training alone. I hate We talked about alone. this. Yeah. You, you, I, like, I like training alone if I'm doing accessories because I can yeah. run through them. I don't want to fucking talk to anybody. When I just you want to go through them. What are those? When I do them. <laughs> Access a who? Access a who? And then when I'm doing like SBD, the, the, the atmosphere in here is so fucking good. Like even if it, even an off day, you still got people fucking screaming at you. The music's yeah. loud, especially if like someone. If they're not looking at their phones, looking yeah. at their video, their shitty squat, they're they're cheering you on. <laughs> if they're yeah, <laughs> get fucked. Just, just the atmosphere, though, man. Like, atmosphere is good here. Like people, people are fucking. They're good here. I don't I'm like training. I don't like training by myself. Never. I don't like training when I'm the stronger person either. A lot of times I have to take, you know, um, my brother or something like that. I don't like when I'm working out with somebody that's weaker than me. Yeah. I feel like I don't. I don't push myself as hard, especially when I lift with somebody that's lifting more than me. Kind of forces me to. You know. You know another thing. Yeah. Another thing that I fucking noticed too is like. People be like, I want to go to the, I want to go to fucking Baines. I'm like, yeah. They're like, but I'm not gonna be able to lift as much as you, anybody there. I'm yeah, like, who no fucking shit. cares? Yeah, like, I lifted with Mike and I couldn't even squat 405. Everybody starts somewhere, yeah. man. Like, I want like it, to me, that's a fucking <clears throat> excuse, like yeah. not to start lifting. Well, it's funny because I was literally just had this discussion with somebody today, yeah. you know, and over the last couple of weeks, like Wheeler, Mike Wheeler, wanted to come. He's like, I want to come to the gym, but you know, I'm not strong. And like Tyler. I want to come there, but uh, I'm not as strong as you guys. Okay, well, there's nobody in here really as strong as me or Gary or you. Like, it's there's people who in here who squat fucking 400, and there's people who squat almost seven. 
and then you know so i mean and you got to start somewhere. We're gonna. It's not like we're not gonna. Oh, you know, we're not gonna strip the bar. No matter if you're doing like a two twenty five PR squat, or, it's gonna or, be the same or height. Six hundred. Yeah. Or, or everybody's still gonna be cheering you on the fucking same. Yeah. Nobody it fucking cares. Matter. It does not care. Nobody too, cares how strong you actually are. Just a powerlifting gym too, which yes, it is. It, it is. I mean, there's is there's no cardio equipment here. No, but I don't even run here. here. Um, people can come here and just. Do accessories too. You don't yeah. have to power them. No, there's here. cable crossovers. There's all types of shit they could do. Yeah, I just find it to be like it's an excuse I not to get into I think the this fucking gym's gym. Great for somebody that wants to start lifting. Yeah, because they can come here, dude. Three o'clock in the afternoon and nobody's here. Mm-hmm. They're whole gym to themselves. But here's the thing too. Everybody, everybody is willing to fucking help you. Yeah, for sure. For if sure. Someone, even if you don't know them, like, hey, can you spot me? Hey, can you, you know, what yeah, do you think I should put on the bar? You know, this and that. Every single person in this fucking gym will help and you. And I was listening to um, Bob's podcast the other day. It wasn't a podcast. He was live on Instagram. I didn't catch the name who he was with. But is this, I, is, I think he was by himself. Is this from Hellbent? No, he was on Instagram about... live with somebody else. Oh, he was. He did one by himself. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah. And he was on Instagram live with somebody. And they were saying, I coach, I coach people stronger than me. I coach people weaker than me. Yeah, I've done I coach young girls that just started lifting go for sports. Yeah. He goes, I learn from everybody. Yeah. Everybody. <coughs> and there's absolutely thing, right. There's thing, like, listen, Ant's stronger than me squatting-wise, right? And other things, but squatting-wise, I go, Ant, your, your foot's facing forward. It's not out more. Yeah, I always ask you. But that's the thing. You could always learn from somebody. Yeah. You know? I'm always asking you questions before and, but and that's, after that's, like That's what I'm here for. That's why I open the gym. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, exactly. that's one of the... I like helping people. I like coaching yeah. people. Um, I just... It's just in my nature. I just yeah. like to help people. I, I, like to, I like watching you guys lift more than I like lifting myself. <laughs> Like, I like watching you guys hit PRs and compete. Like, I love competing and stuff like that, but... And that was, I, that's what makes you a good gym owner, though. Yeah. I always put my shit on the back burner for everybody else. Like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to squat the other day, and I'm, like, more focused on you guys squatting. Yeah. Because when I'm in prep, yeah, then I'll, I'll worry about it. But, yeah. like, it's, if it takes me three hours to fucking squat because you guys are squatting, then it takes me three hours to squat. So, the training per- partners versus training alone, I'm, I think we're all four training partners. Yeah. Um, Beginners, the same type of thing, the same type of question, just roll right into this one, is beginners who start training, if they should get a coach first or not. I'm going to say yes. But you could follow a simple program, okay? Like, beginner. Say you're a beginner. You've never lifted before. Technique. Go with a, yeah. You should have somebody with you, you know, and you could do a basic 531 program, which works for every newbie lifter. Well, when I first started, it was more sports training. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a coach. I just did. You had to go to the, go to the gym. Your team was there. You had to follow whatever the coach was giving you. Yeah. That's what you did. And then from there on, I'm like, hey, you know what? I feel like I'm not really doing much. Yeah. Because not a lot of those guys are into lifting. They just want the guys moving. Lifting. That's it. And then I ended up hiring a coach. I did my diet, which you don't have to do a diet, but I did a diet. I followed uh, uh, all my lifts, reported them, wrote them down. That's back when. I brought yeah. a piece of paper and a pen to the gym with a notepad, <laughs> and I wrote them down. And That's every, how I started. And every week, I would say what I did last week, and I try to add five, ten pounds, whether it was lat pull downs, or yeah. rows, or whatever it was. I try to add weight to it every week. Add weight, or decrease rest times, or add reps. You know, there's all, there's all things you can do. I mean, I would, if I had a kid and they were starting lifting, and I wasn't, I would want them with a coach. 
obviously I would coach them. But it does not have to be a big time name powerlifting coach no. either. I mean, just somebody that knows what they're doing. A little yeah, guidance. Yeah, you definitely need guidance when you start lifting, because that's how a lot of young kids get hurt. And yeah, I remember I, being my coach. Guide you. I used to have a program, and I'd look at the look at the the name of the lift. I'm like, what are those? Yeah. And. I don't want to ask anybody, like, what are those, you know? YouTube. What are, our, what are those? What those are things our, you got on your feet. What are those? What are RDLs? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just stuff, like, That's abbreviated. You don't know what they are. How everyone starts. And you, you want to look it up, and you don't want people to like, see that you're looking it up on your phone. But don't said, be embarrassed said, to how, ask somebody. How do we sound? She goes, she goes it paused a few times. Well, it's because Nick's phone won't stop fucking ringing. So, but... Uh, yeah, don't be afraid to ask somebody, you know, what's this lift or what's the most efficient way to do this lift? You see a lot of these gym videos. Uh, and obviously it's... And they got broccoli hair and <laughs> socks over their pants. It's crazy. Some of these guys are lifting. Ant's favorite Bass Pro hat. They're doing chin-ups on a dip bar. Like, what? Like, <laughs> stupid videos. But it's because there's no guidance. No. Um, so, yes, I think they should definitely have a coach. Let's roll into this next one. Um, this doesn't really apply to any of us. <laughs> Sumo versus conventional in terms of leverages, not only opinions, but that's fun too. Uh, I respect any I, yeah. who lifts. Uh, it's in the rule book. You can pull sumo and you can pull conventional. All that matters at the end is fucking three white lights. Yeah. So, like, so if you're sitting there fucking busting balls about doing so, yeah, well, yeah, but I'm saying like, um, I'll bust balls about fucking sumos all day. But it's just, I'm just breaking balls. Some people like, have better, why wouldn't you use your better leverages? Like, I'm better bench pressing than everybody in here right now because I have short arms. <laughs> so that's technically leverages. Like, yeah. if, I, if I could pull sumo, if I could pull sumo, I would. I've tried it. It's the same range of motion as me pulling conventional, so I, there's no point of me pulling sumo. I, people say I'd be a good sumo just because I got long-ass arms. But I tried pulling sumo one time. But you got to have strong ass legs. Yeah, like that's and the I other feel thing. Like, I feel like my fucking groin would rip in half. Yeah, I, I'm a big I'm a big sumos guy. Um, sumos love the food. Hibachi. <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, everyone thinks I'm a better sumo polar. I think your sumo looks. It's because you stiff like all your deadlifts. But personally, I feel more comfortable. Yeah, that's all that matters. Only conventional. So I don't think. Preference. <clears throat> no one's judging. The biggest deadlift the in the world. In powerlifting was done sumo, and obviously Dan Griggs has a shorter range of motion because his arms are so long and his legs are so out wide. We want to know something. If you go on open powerlifting and look up the biggest deadlift, his fucking name's there. So, and yeah. it's always going to be there whether you like sumo or not. So, um, so some guy who probably knows nothing about deadlifting, busting balls about fucking someone doing that. Oh, that's my favorite. Like, if you think you can do it, yeah. then go ahead and do it. Right. Why aren't you doing yeah, it? Yeah, why aren't you? You're telling me if you could pull more sumo than conventional, would you pull? Would you pull sumo? <clears throat> so say, okay. I don't, well, that, and I'm not saying because I don't want to, or I'm t like, oh, sumo's, you know, not good. It's just if you could pull 700 want, sumo, like I, would you do it? If I would, yeah. I yeah. mean, but the thing is, like. I don't want to try sumo because I don't want to change everything up with it. Yeah, that, is, and I don't want to hurt well, my that's fucking a, that's self. That's an like off-season that. thing. You're not, gonna, yeah. you're not gonna switch the sumo. But I'm saying, no, I would if, never. If no, yeah. I pulled 650, right? If they said if you switch to sumo, you can pull 700. I'm pulling sumo. I don't yeah. give a fuck what, what anyone thinks about it or anything. No, so, yeah. um, a couple more questions here. Let's see. Greatest powerlifter overall of all time, and greatest in ever. In each lift and why. I'm going to let you go with your greatest power lifter, 
and then greatest squatter, buncher, deadlifter. Okay, so I haven't been in the powerlifting game for a long time. I've not been here. Um, I don't. I don't follow a lot of people. I don't pay attention to a lot of powerlifters. Honestly, I really don't care. <laughs> um, but like I said, we go down to uh, Miami. We go see the Ghost Meet. Obviously, um, Dan Bell, big name, um, familiar name. I think he's the greatest powerlifter I've ever seen. Not only because of what he lifts, but somebody like me, he comes and talks to me after the meet. Yeah. Went back to the house. He was giving me pointers, and I've learned from him. You learn how to squat. Learn how, learn how to use wraps from him. So it's not just him lifting. Yeah. It's him being at, being at the top and helping somebody from upstate New York, you know, just help me squat. Help, help me squat 600 when he's squatting double that, you know? Almost. <laughs> um, like I said, I don't I don't follow a lot of powerlifters, so I don't know, um, you know, who I think is the best bencher, deadlifter. Well, he's the best squatter. squatter. <clears throat> but um, a lot of the guys that you brought, that you became friends with, um, Shane Hall. Yeah. Guy's an animal. Yeah. Animal. He's taking Huge. a world record. Huge. And he just switched to sumo. Yeah, he did. And uh, he is so big, he makes that deadlift platform look <laughs> tiny. His feet are touching both both plates. And um, I just... And his sumo's kind of ugly. I don't think... I mean, he's also been pulling a lot on a stiff bar. Yeah. His so, sumo is a little ugly. But... Um, but it's strong, so... For sure. For sure. But, you know, I really don't have any... You ever any seen anybody squat as wide as him? He squats. He doesn't start off that way. When he starts walking it out, yeah, it just gets. Well, now he's walking it out because of height, the 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 meat that are doing they have to walk up. The and that's squats. why he switched to sumo. Yeah, because he said, yeah, he told me he said he, he sandbag the squat. Sandbag? No, he said I gotta switch to sumo because I gotta find a way to cheat somehow because they're making me walk out my squat. <laughs> when I asked him, but he's another one good guy. He always lets me train with him and Craig when I come down there and stuff. Just a super super good guy. All right, what is your? Uh, I, I'm in the same boat as Nick. But um, I, I got to say Dan Bell. He's just the GOAT, man. Mm-hmm. And then for benching, though, Hawk Finn. <laughs> Dan Bell is numero uno. He's an American fucking hero. Hawk Finn. I fucking love that, man. Good guy. All right, how about deadlift? Mm, like I said, I'm in the same boat. So, like, I'll watch, like, a crazy fuck. I'd, I'd probably say, like, probably great. Shane Hunt's right? up there, too. For Shane sure. Hunt, yeah. Jamal. Yeah. Yep. 1003. Okay. But yeah. What about you? Greatest power lifter of all time. I got two. I got three. So, um, total, Dan Bell. For me, I'm a big guy, so I don't give a fuck about Dots or Wilkes. So I'm definitely going to say Dan Bell. 2606 total. Um, as far as Dots, Wilkes, all that uh, little man stuff, John Hack. And then. Um, Ed Cone. Ed Cone is GOAT. Oh, yeah. GOAT. People still can't. Like, he was doing shit when, like, unheard of shit, you know. Then blew his knee out, came back, still did shit. Like, just a freak. Um, greatest squatter. Like, pound for pound squatter. I mean, Dan squatted 11. It's over 11. 11.13. Fast. Yeah, his 11.13 wasn't as fast as 11.01. I was there for the 11.01. Um... Probably Dan, <clears throat> as far as squatter, Shane. 
he's got the 308 sleeve. Shane squatting sleeves is just ridiculous, you know. And then another another big squatter is uh, Ray Williams, Natty, USAPL, squatted 1,080, you know, in sleeves. Um, bench presser, the, I mean, obviously, Julius Maddox, bench 782, I was there for that. Um, my favorite bench presser, Eric Spoto. You guys don't even know who that is. He invented the Spoto press. Um, I just like... He had 24-inch arms. <laughs> he's got, like, 20-inch forearms. His arms are ridiculous. He's my favorite bencher. And then deadlifter, obviously, the greatest is Dan Griggs. Um, but I I have to say, like, I like I like watching Shane Hunt deadlift. He's just smooth. And Jamal. And the fact that Jamal can pull 900-plus Twice a week, every week, 52 weeks a year is just unheard of that his CNS can even handle that. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know him. I never met him, but I've heard things about him. But yeah, he's got a good deadlift. So for me, greatest power lifter is uh, Dan Bell. Okay. How and why you started your own barbell club? Was it easy, hard? What motivated you? Uh, We got into this a little bit on the trial run um how and why you started how i uh took all the money i had saved (laughs) i started buying gym equipment and throwing it at the lumber company until my dad freaked out because there was shit all over the place um why uh just sick of the commercial gym scene uh just wasn't a fan like we said the broccoli heads and stuff i just i i just I wanted, um, I always heard things about how barbell, I never trained there. And I used to just hear Mike and you and everybody talk about it. And uh, I just wanted that. And everyone, I think everyone wanted that. You know, I don't go to the, I think a lot of people go to the gym to socialize. And uh, like, not that we don't socialize. That's why we started a podcast, you know, but we sit and talk and stuff. But I think that, um, they go to the gym for a lot of the wrong reasons, you know? And uh, I just, I can't, I couldn't fucking stand it anymore. I couldn't stand the bullshit. Like I said, we had some issues, um, and I'm not even going to get into it because it's not, it's not important. Uh, <coughs> stop coughing. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm not going to get into it, but we, uh, we needed this, and uh, I figured everybody needed it. All these guys needed it, so I just made it happen. Um, was it easy? Fuck no. It was not easy. We... We thought we had a place to open the gym three times before we found this place. Uh, deals kept falling through uh, over bullshit, codes, all this other nonsense. So, um, yeah. So it Driving was not everywhere for equipment. Yeah. 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 We drove all over the fucking state. Where did we drive? We went to. Uh, it was like an hour drive, wasn't it? Or no, it was no, like it was, longer than that. It was that. close to Albany. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I bought a lot of stuff from Phil, like a lot of the main stuff. Hoga. A lot of the things I know we needed to open. So I had got the monolift, I got the bench, and I got the deadlift, mm, excuse me, platform. And the flooring was the biggest fucking thing. We got like five grand in flooring. But a lot of people chipped in too. Absolutely. But I'm saying, to like the things to, that, were, that we got to start off, were the, were the main things that we needed, and then we just slowly built it from there. You know, whoever, like I said, whoever bought shit, you, Ahmed, Ted, Brandon, you, everybody who, who chipped in. Um, 
it wasn't easy, it wasn't hard, and like, what motivated me was I just wanted something that was mine, you know. I work for my dad, and we own our own company, and it's nice, but it wasn't, I didn't start it, you know. I want to build something here, and I want to build it so big that we grow out of here, you know. And yeah, the, the, I had a question for you, like, what's your five-year goal with the gym? Five-year goal? Uh, I, I wish we could be down here because I don't want to fucking move this equipment no. out of here. Um, that was what it was really hard is getting the equipment down here. I'll tell you uh, one thing: the hardest. I know it was the uh, we did the fucking mono and the the cable crossover. Me yeah. and Nick, when we got the turf down here, that was the. Hard, I think I broke Nick's hand. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. It was. I don't even know. I didn't yeah. even know about that. No, it was just me and three it was just flights of me, stairs. Yeah. Back door. Oh, you went through the back. Yeah, we couldn't get Why? it down the other way. Oh. Well, they wrapped it up. So it wouldn't bend. Yeah. It was tough. It was definitely tough. Yeah, I mean, literally slowly but surely we started buying stuff. I bought, you know, I bought a bunch of shit. You guys bought shit. Ted bought shit. Brandon bought shit. Um, Ahmed with the belt squat and the, the deadlift bar, the new, no, the Kabuki deadlift bar. We bought another mono. I, there's more. The next thing I want, I know everyone wants calibrated plates. It's not happening. Standard okay. chest press. No. Okay, nobody here lifts enough weight for a fucking to even need calibrated plates for it to make a difference. I'm a not trying shower. to be a dick. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do a shower, and uh, I gotta put the sink in still. But um, no, the next thing I'm buying is a is a real cable crossover. Poker that's, table. Yeah, that's up to you guys. <laughs> but I, I want a, I want a real cable crossover. I that thing's a piece of shit. The Cybex machine, um, and it's gonna stay down here. Even when we move out. Oh, my God. Because I'm not bringing it back upstairs. Holy fuck. Um, that's tough. My five-year goal would be, uh, I would love to be here. I would love to still be here, but um, hopefully we grow out of it. Me and me and Nick were talking about it the other day. We think you're going to grow out of it. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's going to be like, I think it's, I mean, it's taken off pretty good, but I think as time progresses, yeah, there's going to be more people. You know, I mean, if it, if it requires us to move, then uh, we'll move. Yeah. But right now, I, I, I mean, I got a good deal on this place, man. So, you know. We got a big spot here, too. And this it, is pretty big. No, after yeah. After seeing how bad, we don't need a spot this big. No, I can jam. Like, they had shit. 2,000 square feet is plenty. They're, they're a 1,000 so, square feet smaller than us. I was so pissed I couldn't go to that. Yeah. I, 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 dude. And I didn't even walk around I, the gym. I don't know if they're going to watch this or not, but their fucking logo, I fucking love that. Well, thing. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Baines. Don't get me wrong. Still my favorite gym. Nick but, made our logo. But um, <clears throat> that fucking uh, pentagram with the with the fucking skull and the chains. Fucking love it. Yeah, they're. I mean, because obviously they helped us a ton. So uh, help me, Mike. Help me a ton. Open this gym. But um, the last question was for me and you. Well, my last question, I think you had some questions, too, or you did or something. No, I but, had one. Um, the last question, <laughs> oh boy. this kind of relates to the question you have. I don't know uh, exactly how to answer this. It just says test versus steroids. Well, test is a steroid. All of the steroids? Yeah. All of them. Well, that's, you know, that's your opinion. Cream. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how to answer test versus steroids other than uh, testosterone is a steroid. Um I'm on it from the doctors now. I wonder uh, if they mean because, like, test is... I know it's a steroid, but, like, test on... Like, I'm thinking... Like, blasting other steroids? Like, other compounds. Yeah. So, I just would never... um, 
I don't know. I don't know enough about it to. I mean, I know about it. Obviously, yeah. we both take steroids. Um, I just would never. Uh, I'm not going to lecture on it. I don't really want to get into that. I mean, my shirt literally says "Take Trend Eatus." <laughs> so, but yeah. um, you don't. Let me just tell you something. One thing about steroids that I learned. Um, you obviously don't believe in this, but uh, less is more. <laughs> I do believe in that. I just don't. I don't. I don't practice what I preach. Yeah, uh, the health consequences that come with it, um, which is, which is how I found out what was wrong with my thyroid. That's uh, why. That's why I feel like I have to go to the doctor too. Well, that's a big thing. If you're gonna, if people are gonna use steroids, and I don't condone people using steroids at all. Um, no. They need to get their blood work done, and I never did until now. And I found out I had way more issues than just my yeah. thyroid, and the so way, I had to come off. Yeah, because my, my body—and I don't know if it's the steroids—but I, my body for the last like, I want to say year and a half has been telling me something. I just don't like the fucking doctor. Like I had an appointment already, well, like yeah. lined up, and I was like, I didn't either. But I'm just not gonna go. Yeah, I didn't either. But you have to, you know. If you're going to use steroids, I would suggest getting your blood work done and, and telling your doctor that you use steroids. I did. Oh, yeah. All my I doctors I, know. Like, I'm, I'm, I work with an actual TRT clinic. Yeah. You know, so it's different for me. Um, I'm prescribed it. Yeah. So um, because I have low testosterone from using steroids. You me, know? me too. I'm prescribed it too. <laughs> so, no, that's I, all. I mean, I'm not going to get into it. No. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I use I don't know the difference between test and steroids, but I do both, I guess. That is uh, all the questions that I have. Do you have questions? We have a couple questions, and we're going to wrap this play, uh, this podcast up. Um, Ange, how did you get into cooking? I have to piss. How did I get into Hurry cooking? Yeah, what, so, what made you like... Ange is a good cook. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think so. Um, so, obviously, I'm Italian. No. <laughs> So my grandmother, like my mom's side, my grandmother's a great cook, but my stepmom I learned from. Mm. And then uh, when I moved down to Nashville, I started like smoking meats and doing all that kind of like briskets and ribs and like smoked wings and stuff like that. You were smoking meat? Yeah. What does that mean? It means he's a cock smoker. Mm, <laughs> no, um, no, I just started cooking like a shitload. I think it was because my relationship was so bad that I needed to find like an outlet. <laughs> you didn't want a power lift, you just figured. Well, I mean, I was down there. Tennessee's and I, a like, nice place. <laughs> yeah, I love Tennessee. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Nashville's, I'd move back in a heartbeat. But um, yeah, I think like I was neglected in my last relationship so much that I needed to find an outlet because she would tell me that um, I was just doing it for clout because I would post everything on Instagram. I remember. And she was like, you're only... Did she steal your dog? She... Okay, so... Oh, dude, I hate that. Because when you left... I, I know, hate, I didn't want to get into it, but I, I wanted I, to know. So, and here's the thing. Frankie? I, no, Odin. Odin? Yeah. Frankie, Frankie is Mike's. Mike's dog. Yeah. He's got him mixed up. Same so dog. My thing is with it... Um, oh, God. Because I hate people who do that because it's like, if you're going to get a fucking dog, make sure you keep the fucking dog. I know. So... Why don't you make a little more noise? What happened for my ex's birthday, I surprised her with a Doberman because she really wanted a Doberman. So Those are cool. Yeah, I went out like two-hour drive. I fucking got the Doberman, surprised her on her birthday for it, and then I did more. I, I should have done research on Dobermans, but they're a very territorial dog. Does, didn't Joe have Dobermans? Yeah, but yeah. 
No, that one was the best. I fucking loved that dog. Remy. Remy, yeah. Yeah. But, um, Good dog. So I found out they're extremely territorial to the person they uh, what, what, imprint on. It's called Something imprinting. Like, like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what happened was um, Odin was a fucking wiener dog. Yeah. And, Dober, and Dobermans can get up to like 80, 100 pounds, some of them. And uh, I did some research, and uh, that dog would have fucking killed Odin. Because we were, you know, if I was so at work. Huh? So there was, I had to give him away. Odin? Yeah. I didn't sell him. I didn't fucking get money for him. So my ex's friend's sister had another wiener dog that was on its way out. Mm-hmm. It had, like, cancer throughout its body. So I uh, I decided to give it to Well, her. at least you gave it to them. Yeah. So he, he's definitely in a good home. That happened with me. With, um... But with Bane, yeah, yeah. So, I had Bane and I got Soprano, and Bane didn't like him, so Soprano had to go. Yeah, so but I like people are probably gonna fucking bitch me out about it, but because I hate the the people who buy a fucking dog and like get rid of it yeah. just because I know people like that, you know. So like I'm, but that's what happened. Yeah, when I got Bane, he was obviously he only had me. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me get another dog. So I got another bully, full-size one, huge. And uh, so the first day I brought him home, Bane latched on the side of his face and was just hanging there. And this dog didn't care. He was just shaking like this. Bane was shaking, biting him. And Bane is like a third. Bane's like 35 pounds, was 35 pounds. And Soprano was probably like 75. And his head was bigger than mine. So I... I called my friend Ashley, and she's the one who found him for me. She's the one who went and got Bane for me oh, in really? South Carolina. Yeah, she drove down there and got him. And I was like, you got to watch this dog until I figure something out, you know? And so when Bane was having surgery, his first open-heart surgery, um, she's like, why don't you take Soprano for a couple of days while Bane's gone? And I'm like, all right. She lives on Herkimer Road. So I pull in. I take Soprano, I put him in the truck, and he used to love putting his head out the window. His yeah. head would take up the whole fucking window. It's a dog, <laughs> right? So I put the window down. I turn on Herkimer Road. I'm driving down. I get maybe like 200 feet down the road. He jumps out the fucking window of the truck. I'm going 30. Rolls. Runs back to her house. Jesus. So I turn around, pull in the driveway, whatever. She's like, what the fuck happened? Why is he running? Why did he run here? Right? And I was like, yo, this is your dog. <laughs> like, obviously, he's obsessed with you. He loves you. Yeah. So um, that's why I got rid of Soprano. But, you know, same kind of situation you had. What's your um, go-to midnight snack when you're cooking? What'd you, make, you, like, what'd you make the other night at 4 in the morning? Fettuccine Alfredo homemade beef. That's why you weigh 236. Is that your go-to? My midnight Bro. snack? Yeah, is that your go-to? Nobody usually eats fettuccine Alfredo <laughs> fresh at 4 a.m. <laughs> no, it's not my go-to. My go-to is probably pizza rolls. I know Ant's go-to. What's my go-to? The casino. Ritz crackers, sharp cheddar, cheese, the brick kind, and mustard. Yep. My favorite. You, or, want, you want fucking mustard? I fucking love mustard. Talk about midnight snacks. Last night I get back... From where'd we go? The casino. Not, we didn't gamble. Nope. I get back tax and then. my brother texts me. He goes, uh, "I got a couple extra chicken nuggets and French fries for you." I just got back from the bar. A couple extra. I need thirty chicken nuggets. So, 
I'm, I'm sitting there. It's like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> he just got home. Just he just went to bed. I'm sitting there. I'm he eating. got home after you. Before me, he got home before me. What time did you get home? Like uh, one fifteen, one thirty. What time did we leave there? You Maybe went out after. Yeah. Oh. So um, <laughs> he texts me at one o'clock. Hey, going to bed. Food in the kitchen. Um, eat it if you want. Okay, I'm sitting there. I'm eating it. I'm looking for sauce in the fridge. And I'm looking at this McDonald's bag. And I'm like, yeah, DoorDash. It said 12.15. He didn't get home till 1. This kid was at the bar <laughs> ordering DoorDash. So when it got home, it was on the front porch. That's a great idea. Who thinks of that? You and your brother. <laughs> at the bar, having a good time, have a couple of drinks. I'm going to call DoorDash. By the time I get home, dropped off mm-hmm. by the Uber, his buddy. He's got That's a good idea. Good idea. So that's a good midnight snack. Um, Cheese and crackers. I got one last question for you. Okay. And then we'll wrap this up. The greatest. Oh, Jesus. TV series. Ah, of all time. Of all time. Sopranos. Sopranos. There's no other. There will be no other fucking show like that show. Ever. So who has more knowledge on it? Tell them, we can tell them the fucking story. <laughs> Who has more knowledge on The Sopranos, Ant or Ange? Obviously, he's going to say him, and I'm going to say me. But I think we're probably about equal, maybe. I think I'm, I'm going to. I don't want to start another argument, so I think I'm going to go with equal too. Yeah. What do you think? I think that Ange talks about The Sopranos more than you do. Yeah. I think he refers a lot of it. Yeah. Um, I just love it. Man. I think you guys both know it very well. I think you guys could rewrite it if you yeah. had to. I could, could rewrite a better fucking movie. <laughs> I could rewrite a better ending too. <laughs> um, I've watched it. The movie sucks. I don't know as much as you guys know. You watched it once. We've each watched it a hundred times at so, least. So, like, yeah. realistically, like, fr- uh, first episode to last episode, I'm on my twenty seventh time. Yeah. So, who's your favorite? Actor, the character in the show, James Gandolfini. He was Same. born to fucking play that role. Yeah. It was supposed to be Ray Liotta. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah which is I'm wild. so glad he fucking passed it out, though. Yeah, he he like when you're watching that show, it does not feel like you're watching a show. No, it you're doesn't. Feel it's like, like you're in it. Yeah, it's like you're f- watching like a documentary on the fucking Jersey Mob. A hundred percent, dude. Like it's it's very uh, realistic. A very realistic. Term uh, a realistic version of what the mob was actually like, and that's even that guy. Um, the mafia actually said that the mob, was, yeah. And so then, some guys who were being wiretapped yep. were talking about the show, talking about how realistic it was. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from Michael Francis said it too. Yeah. Aside uh, from Tony Soprano, is there a character that you guys don't like? I think every character played a great role. Richie. In that. Yeah, Richie Aprile. Oh. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it, but... Uh, or Ralph. Sifaretto. No. Um, one of the scenes where... The AJ. In the bathtub. Oh, he's... Oh, I fucking... Is he got older. I liked him scene. when he was a kid. Yeah. And then he started getting into, like, the older what, no territory. What, no fucking ZD? Yeah, what, no fucking ZD? By the pool, right? That was yeah. the birthday party. Yeah. yeah. One of the first... I think it was the first episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, me and Ange, we could definitely... Uh, we could play back the whole show. Oh, backwards. We could talk. We could talk every fucking scene, and <laughs> we'll know the episode yeah. in the fucking minute. Yeah. So, what are your favorite scenes? 
Well, so my, I don't want to. So give, I don't want to give anything away. Whoever's not seen it, but um, yeah, if they haven't your, seen, what is your favorite scene? So I have three. So when Tony gets arrested by the feds the first time, and mm-hmm. Meadow comes down the stairs. No, she comes in from. Oh yeah, she friends, she comes yeah. in and um, she goes. I'm graduating tomorrow, and he's like, "Metal, it's all right. I'll be back." And like, just the way the scene is shot, uh-huh. it just it's fucking awesome. Yep. And then the, uh, the other one is when he curb stomps Coco, and at the end, at yeah. the end, yeah. and oh, um, that was cringy to watch. It yeah. was it was brutal. Um, but if somebody said that to your daughter, you'd probably do this. For sure. Oh, 100%. For sure, but whoever hasn't seen it, I'm not going to say anything. But yeah. when, you know, right before he puts his foot on him, it's just... What's your last one? Um, the third scene is the one that we just talked about. I, like, posted it, or you posted it. You're like, that's my favorite scene of all time. I forgot what one it was. Yeah, so did I. Is it in our messages? Uh, I don't know. It could be. Favorite scene of all time. My favorite scene of all time was definitely the Coco. Just because, like, you knew how much Tony fucking loved his daughter. You know? Yeah. And Adriana, was, that was a great scene. Um, which, I mean, the, when it happened... Yeah. That, that was a very emotional scene because she got, like she got caught you off. You didn't like she, it? No. She didn't do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, like, she everything... Got, she got caught in the Yeah, she got caught up, man. Like, it, it wasn't even her fault, but, The like, way it was played out, though, like, uh, we gotta go visit Christopher, let's yeah, get in the car. Like, yeah. that was a great scene. Yeah, it was, but I wasn't, Did like... Did we not talk about it on Instagram? I don't know. But there's so many good scenes. Oh, it's like, there's, it's, it's tough to pick one or pick three. There's so many good no, ones. No, because... Yeah, the, I mean... <sighs> When the feds you walk got in, the, when they walk in the back door, they gotta search the house. Yeah. He opens up the fridge. The facho and culo cosi. And then um I mean you got the you got the one when him and Johnny Sack are talking in the back and all of a sudden Tony just freezes. I just watched that. He freezes and like <laughs> stops talking. He just turns around and runs. I just watched that. Yep, that was a good there's so many good things. It is. It's like when they're stuck in the woods. Oh not my. a fan of that episode. I love it. See, I, I wasn't, why. but then like I, I watch it again, and I'm in, like... Uh, relish package. Yeah. <laughs> you had Tic Tacs the whole fucking time. Chrissy. They cut the... I'll leave you out here. You want to shoot motherfucker. <laughs> they cut the van and used the, the carpet as a blanket. Yeah, they were yeah. using the carpet. He's eating yeah. fucking breath mints. Um, I have a lot of favorite scenes. Um, number... Top three favorite scenes. The one where they kill uh, Big Pussy? Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, we just gave something away. That's okay. So if they haven't seen it by now, I mean... And nobody's going to listen to this whole thing right here. Yeah, the end. Nobody's listening. Nobody's you didn't listen to the it. end. So, um, yeah, that scene... Well, that's only because I fell asleep. I had to, um, to work. I'm trying to think. Uh, I like when he's in Italy. And yeah. He, and he, uh, you actually see David Chase in that episode. You told yeah, me that. I told you that. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite scene is when... Um, Silvio was like questioning him and saying he doesn't want to take shit from John. And he says, I'm the motherfucking fucking. Or no, that's the one with Richie. But I like when he says, You got no idea what it's like. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then when he's sitting there and he's like, You need anything else from me? And he blows the smoke at him. Yep. That's, well, I ha- that's the painting I have yeah. that you gave me or the picture yep. behind my desk. That's, that's my in favorite. the office. But the one that you're talking about, Richie. Yeah, both, both of the, those. It was in the mall. Yeah. The other one, too, is the one scene where they. Give Junior the boss 
Stannis and they're yeah. at the dinner. That's my favorite. In the that's scene, the, like yes, the, the feds are putting the pictures on top, and it's just that's that, probably the that, best one. That music's playing, yeah, and it's like that. That that was a cold fucking scene. Mm-hmm. That was that was a good minute of fucking television. I like right there. It's like um, my nephew running things. Not this. Not, not this strewn. Or not that strewn. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, there's a ton of ton of good scenes. Um, oh, Come on the door. <laughs> when, when Junior falls in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Your sister's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the movie? No. Yeah, no, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't even fucking bother. I tried. We, we've I talked just watched about it again. Yeah. We talked about it the other day. We try watching it, and it's just... It's very disappointing. They need I to do... The movie. They I didn't see it. You watched it... Before the show, I watched it during the show. Yeah. See, they and need to do one. In the beginning, who was narrating it, and when he talks about, I don't know if you guys remember what he talks about. Chrissy, yeah. Uh, when he says those words, I'm like, "What?" Yeah. He's, he's he's narrating it in the beginning. That was a cold scene. Which one? When he killed, you know who in the car? Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. But it was it, it was like you kind of understood where he was coming from. He had to. Yeah. yeah. He said, "I'll never pass a drug test." And yeah, you just I did that. Yeah, I did. Just I did that. Yeah, yeah. That was he, oh, because he saw the yeah. cheese. <laughs> you just talked about this the other day. The cheese. Yeah, I love cheese on my fucking feet. <laughs> oh, when they're he in the told, poker uh, game. What was his name? The kid's name. Matthew Bevelock. I, I put provolone between my fucking toes. <laughs> So it smells like your so it smells like your sister's crotch in the fucking morning. <laughs> I'm losing my ass on over here. <laughs> or when uh, he's taking he's taking over the sports business the sports business and he goes, he's fucking get back in your fucking hole, Davey. He goes, Davey, come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> he's sleeping in a tent in his yeah. business. He's like, what are you doing here? He's like. I own, I, I own this place. Because you got to understand, this is my bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's what he says. Yeah. Yep. It's just a great show. Uh, dude, I'm going to start it again right now when yeah. I go home. I'm at the end. But I wasn't a big fan of the first episode. So I watched the, Yeah, so I watched the first episode, you know, took a little break. You know what I don't like? And then His I voice watched changes. it. His he voice does. changes after the first episode. And he gains a ton of weight. <laughs> Through the sea. Yeah, Through that was real life. <laughs> yeah. A ton of weight. Yeah. The best thing I ever heard was... Remember when him and Chrissy were, they th- threw that, they had to go dig something up or whatever, and they threw that body off the cliff. Remember? And, and Chrissy, you know whose body it was. Chrissy was fucked up. Oh, and um, they, yeah, yeah, Ralph. So, whatever. <laughs> so, and he's Chrissy. On, he's on the mountains looking at the suns. Oh, he's, he's fucking bald? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that scene, when they went out, I listened to this on a podcast, when they, they went out there and they threw him off the cliff, right, after they cut his fucking head off, yeah. his hands off, um, they were both drunk in real life during that scene. Where they that. cocked, and that was a real cliff that they threw something off. Huh. So David Chase was like, they're too drunk to shoot this scene. And James Gandolfini was like, fuck that, I fucking do this shit in my sleep, blah, blah, blah. So they're actually chained to a, to a fucking uh, tree. So they can't fall. That's how close they were to the cliff. But they edited the fucking chain out or rope or whatever, and they were both annihilated drunk when they shot that whole scene. And that's why Chrissy was acting so (laughs) fucked up anyways. But it actually worked. When uh, Anthony cuts his eyebrows off. Yeah. (laughs) What's different about you? (laughs) If you're into some weird sex. (laughs) He's got no eyebrows, Tony. 
Yeah, and actually, I think my favorite scene of the whole show is like season two. I can't really remember when was when Meadow um, says, "Oh, listen to Mister Mobbox." Oh, oh, that was a scene we were talking about. That's yes. the one that I posted. And he said, "He goes, what did you call me? What did yeah. you call me?" Yeah, and like his his demeanor just goes from and, like trying to care, like he's like. Your mother doesn't want it. Like yeah. he's trying to be a good dad. She's and then talking she about going it. to Europe. And then he goes, he looks up at her. Yeah, and it's just in like the bedroom, that. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best scene. And and that's goes, my favorite. And then Carmela's like, Tony's like, shut up. Yeah. And like, oh man, that was yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I like when they go visit the college and they and stay she, at that motel. Yeah. And that guy's uh, following them. The rat. Yeah. Yeah. That that scene too, where she asked them. Yeah, are you, are you in the Mets now with uh, Instagram reel and TikTok sound? Yeah, mo- I mean, mo- mo- yeah, most of the things that we've talked about about it is pretty much you can find it right on TikTok. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this up because I have to take a wicked piss. Yeah, and I got to go to work. <laughs> so, and it's um, okay. It's quarter after nine. Where are we eating? The Emerald. <laughs> you already know. Um, we're so this is, this is wrapping up. Okay, so if everyone two. could Venmo me right now on the live, uh, their gym membership, so I can go blow it at the casino. <laughs> um, wrapping up episode two, Ange, thank you for yeah, coming. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Um, Let's do it again sometime. Sounds good. For sure, for sure. I think we're going to start doing two a week. I think we're going to do two a week. We'll post one a week, though. It's a lot for somebody to listen to. We'll see what people Once say. Once a week. Um, we'll put a poll up. Yes, no. We hit um, We hit 90 listeners. Already, yeah. so nice. I mean, I don't care if anybody listened to it. Honestly, um, no. we have people sticking around every every week, every Sunday. Yeah, we have, you know, even if it's one person, but we have a couple people tuning in, and I'm yeah. I'm sure. At, what was it last time? We had a hundred people. Hundred people just viewed even, it. Just viewed it. Just yeah. dropped on. So, like I said, we didn't do this to get listeners. We did it to. Just bullshit after the gym. Absolutely. How long are we on for? Uh, two hours and one minute. <laughs> wow. Good Not stuff. bad. So I know nobody listened to the whole thing, but you know what? We don't do it for other people. No, we do it for us. So Get fucked. We're signing off. And, um, Cream. Ange, I'll see you at the gym tomorrow. Yes, squats. I'll see you at church, especially it's Palm Sunday. <laughs> Palm Sunday, got to go to church. Thanks for listening to the AOE podcast. Uh, we're out.